0: Welcome back to He's Abroad. This is Jason here in Brooklyn, joined as always by John, who's abroad in
1: New Zealand. What's going on, John? Uh, it's getting close to summertime here. It's beautiful outside. You get torrential yeah. rain one day and sunny, warm for the Americans out there, mid-70s weather. It's great. So, yeah, it's nice. Wow. It, it, it get a little good. bit of summer before I have to go plunge back into winter <laughs> in January. Wow. So. I, got a, I got a taste of winter in
0: Montreal oh so that was bust out the Ugh. winter coat traveled miserable <laughs> you know what the problem the problem with a winter coat of traveling to a place where it's going to be winter is that takes up way too much of a bag
1: well you, you know? don't put it in if the you're bag, going you gotta
0: wear it you gotta wear it period well, no if you're going if you're going from a place where it's not winter to a place where it is winter you gotta you wear have it to put it in the back you put it in the back you no you,
1: know, you have to wear it i i disagree vehemently disagree you have to wear it if you are in arizona and you are flying to montreal you wear that winter coat in Arizona. The minute you get into the airport, no. you put that coat on. Yes, it Absolutely saves baggage not. space. That You're is, wrong. Yep,
0: yeah, but <laughs> if you already packed it in the bag Mm-mm. and First accounted mistake. for it, I counted for it. It's not like I, it, the problem was I was I was at this weird in-between space between, because I, I was gone for like, let's see, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, five nights. Five nights I was accounting to be gone for. That's that's too much for uh, for just a backpack. So, there was already space in the bag, but I'm just saying mm. if you're if you're going to a place where I need more than that, it's a good thing I'm a small guy with small
1: clothes. Well, that's the difference. You know so your coat is like it's like the size so, of a regular raincoat <laughs> your winter yeah, coat. exactly i'm not I'm not stuffing a big big, puffy coat in there, yeah um, but but it, but, it, but, but look, still, it still
0: takes up it takes up a good twenty five percent of the
1: bag. I'm, I'm telling you this, right? We went was it last year, maybe ten months ago last year, which is crazy to think about, when we met you and Greg? In San Diego from Utah. Utah was yes. snowing and cold. I wore that winter coat on the plane. And then the minute I landed in San Diego, I took that coat off and it did not have to be accounted for in my check luggage. It's that simple. Wear it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, that's that's true. If you're going yeah, going
1: through security, that kind of stuff. But you're not gonna yeah, yeah, wear it. Like like if you gotta through go through airport, security, you wear that like coat and just take it off yeah, yeah, you just take it off and then you carry it. It's that simple. so yeah, don't you don't check it because that that thing could take up valuable bag space, especially if you're traveling to multiple locations and overseas yeah. now, look, you're gonna you're gonna check me on some of this stuff in Montreal, and I'll talk about that. and that's fine.
0: but first <laughs> yeah. I gotta ask you i got I got two questions I need to ask you. yeah, first question um, is like is the idea of
1: ripening a banana in a paper bag is that bullshit? That's not real, right? Like that doesn't Never. work. Never heard of it before. I, I would I would be curious if that works for avocados because to me that's the most frustrating thing to ripen. Really, I know I know you don't eat avocados. Oh, I can't. Yeah, you can't. That's right. But an avocado, there's nothing worse than cutting open an avocado and it's not ripe. You're done. You're done. Right? Like an avocado's yeah. got to have this perfect amount of squish to it in order for you to cut into it. And every once in a while, you're like, oh, this feels soft enough. You cut into it hard, like like mm. not like like rubbery non-chewable like i i would assume this is why a lot of people years ago were like i hate avocados because you kept cutting them open and they were chewy it's like chewing on a piece of rubber it's gross but how do you ripen an avocado other than time and i would assume the banana is the same way but i don't know if putting it in a paper bag ripens it more like maybe circulated air right because that's all bacteria and air causing it so if a banana doesn't have open air that's not refrigerated, maybe it keeps it warmer, has it sweat a little bit more. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Here's what it says. So,
0: re- reading from How Stuff Works it says it's true, some fruit get past gas, ethylene yep. gas to, to be exact. It's released by the growing tips. Oh, go away. Stupid pop ups. It's released by the growing tips of the roots, flowers, damaged tissue, aka bruising, and during ripening. This hormone is responsible for several plant effects, one of which is ripening. When fruit ripens, Ethylene converts the starch and the fruits flesh into sugar, creating sweeter, tastier fruit. So I guess, I guess yeah. it works. It said, uh, so plastic but it has to be a brief bag. So plastic bags don't work, but a, that's why a brown bag, I guess. Hmm. I don't know, man. Like either way I threw, I, my point is I threw a couple of, uh, bananas in a brown paper bag. Let me tell you something. They look just as green as they did yesterday.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, I, I think, I think bananas and avocados are the two things that are the hardest to ripen. Um, because look, and some people like bananas. Oh, it, really, says, it, like, it should work on, you know. uh, it should work on avocados though. So yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a similar principle, right? But I, I mean, in my opinion, bananas, like what do you consider? I, I guess it depends on what you're doing, right? Are you making something with these bananas? Are you eating them as bananas? What What are you using them for? What are you trying to ripen them for? Well, I'm going to
0: make making banana bread. I got to make banana okay.
1: bread. So that's the good thing, right? With bread and like anything that you're putting it in something, those things can basically go brown and they're still good. Right. Right, so yeah, so yeah, I think yeah. Look, ties, there's a the, but you figure like there's the natural
0: way they ripen, which is nothing. Then there's some Time. accelerators, such as the, um such as the brown bag, I guess. And then right. there's like the extreme accelerators. You can actually ripen bananas, and I've done this before by throwing them in the oven. But I was yeah, like, look, I got sense. them, You're I got them early. <laughs> You're <baking> yeah, them. <laughs> I actually I actually bought them Friday, I think, and hmm. threw them in the threw them in the bag. They're still green, so I'm like
1: shit. I was gonna bake today. Yeah, you gotta, Might be gotta waiting, wait. Or you gotta or, go. Or find I just gotta uh, do the extreme stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Or you gotta go find them. So you're making yeah. banana bread. Any, any reason other than just trying to get some banana bread in your life? It's the uh, so the the
0: cafe I go to like every day at work. Uh, the matcha cafe. It's the manager's last day. So it's the it's our last week. So
1: wait. So you're so baking gonna, banana bread for? It's 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 not a bakery. It's just a matcha place.
0: Yeah. I mean, they they serve baked goods, but there's no matcha right. baked to it. So I was gonna, so I was gonna make you, a matcha, so banan- matcha giving, banana bread.
1: Why are you giving someone at a shop like baked goods when they serve
0: baked? Because they're good to me. Let me tell you something. When you go to a place and they give you free shit and they're and they're nice to you, you know, it was like it was like a thank you, a parting thank you.
1: Man, what to. a New York. And a, we we talked to shout out to Jeff who does not listen to this. Mm-hmm. We talked about this uh, like in Tokyo as well, right? Where it's like when you live in these mega cities, these mega metropolises. Yeah, like part of the perk is going to the same place over and over and over again. Because like you said, you get free stuff. You get to know the people because there's a million other matcha places you could probably go to, right? If you wanted to hit all the matcha places in New York, it'd probably take you a good, I mean, you a good month because you'd go let me be. Day. Let me be clear.
0: I've hit all the matcha places in New York.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right? I don't know who you think I am. Do you know, do you know who the fuck I am? <laughs> Look, man, I've been to them all. All right, there's not as many as you'd think. What there is a lot of is shit like gongshaws and sure. and bubble tea places. Those places pop up. There's like two on the same block. They they I don't know how they all stay in business. They're all the they're same. like vape shops in New Zealand. It is <laughs> yeah, they're I'm like vape shops. The they're vape shop. like vape shops in New York. It's yeah, like okay, there are <laughs> there are they are everywhere. If something closes, if a storefront opens, it's going to be one of three things. It's either <laughs> going to be a bubble tea shop. It's going to be a vape shop or it's going to be one of those places that just fulfills orders for deliveries for like grocery deliveries. Oh, those that's things are are showing up wow. all over the place. Now, I've been to all the matcha places. They're <laughs> okay. within but they're but they are spread out, right? So, sure, is yeah. this place as good as Matchaful, which is in my opinion probably the best place for matcha? Actually, yeah, I'd say it's up there. It's like top 2. Um, cuz I just tried this new place in Williamsburg, but it's out of the way. It's like really yeah, it's Williamsburg. You might as well go exactly. to Queens if you are going to Williamsburg. Yeah, might as well go to Montreal. But I went to uh, – <laughs> so Montreal. Also, Oh, man. I'll tell you about that. So uh, this place, yes, this is the only place to get matcha within walking distance of my office. And, gotcha. Okay. I mean within reasonable yeah. walking distance. Now, there used to be a location of Ipodo, which is the place we went to in Japan, mm-hmm. uh, in Ginza, the place where we did our little uh, – our tea time. And uh, that place used to be, but uh, there, but they uh, they sublet from a place and they closed. So mm-hmm. as a result, they okay. are they said they're going to find a new spot in New York, and I'm
1: waiting, I'm waiting. But also, that place was like way more expensive too, so it's a good thing sure. they, uh, they. So closed. so, it's the manager's last day? Is she going somewhere? Do you know? Is she going to a, to a, like a competitor? Is she leaving the matcha? No, business she's going to some like burger shop,
0: whatever. So, okay, sure. I'll so probably,
1: yeah. I probably won't see this person again. Okay, but so yeah, she gets a nice banana bread. Exactly. And, uh, you know, someone takes her place, and you befriend that person. Yeah, yeah. I'm still friends
0: with. I've still befriended like the rest of the staff. They all know me. It's crazy. <laughs> uh,
1: and and the do funny thing is, name, like, do they say yes. morning, Jason, or afternoon, Jason? How's it going? Oh yeah, yeah. How's your yeah, day? Yeah, yeah. How was your weekend? You you do all that. God, what do a do New whole, York to the whole thing.
0: Also, <laughs> I don't think that's just that's not exclusive in New York thing because New York to your, is it has all the options. I think there's a there might be an appreciation for people who come in, but. Let's be real. In smaller towns, there's only, like, the one Starbucks. Right, or the one.: sure. You're either a Starbucks or a Dunkin' Donuts person, and you go to the one that's most convenient on your way right. to the office, and that's it. Or you have, yeah, like, it, a local yeah. – like, uh, like, my stepdad, he would, he would always stop at the gas station. They knew him at the gas station because that's where he'd get his coffee.
1: Right, always stops at the gas station. I, I mean, it's just interesting of having, like, a local, right? Like, it's like going – like, I would say in New Zealand, it's a lot more you've got a local pub that you go to. Or like get a local but beer like, to but I would, you get your beer in would, the morning on the yeah, way to work. Exactly. For other people <laughs> drinking it at 730. Um, but for like coffee, there's so many good coffee places that people, at least in Wellington, are not loyal that way. It's like there's like six different places they go to and they'll just rotate those places. So I, I would argue now, again, I'm sure there are people who are loyal to one place. But like I would say, it's coffee in a pub. It's not mostly restaurants. Like people are not loyal to restaurants the way that they are in bigger cities, just because you have so many options and people aren't going to be giving you free stuff, right? Like yeah. that's not that's not part of the gig. It's like right. come buy the stuff and, and and leave, so I can serve the next guy. Dude,
0: I am like, I hit so many of these places, I. I went into a different location of the spot because there's a few of them. It's Cha-Cha Macho, right? I'll just call it what it is, right? That's the name But There's a few of them. Horrible. I think they're – I'm not going to speak ill of their owners, but apparently they're kind it's of feedbacks. So. Anyway, <laughs> um, but let's not speak ill of them, right? That's allegedly, right? The people the people that work in the stores, lovely people. Now, there was one, one girl who worked at one store. Then I was walking through – they opened a place in Hudson Yards. Uh, no, sorry, Moynihan Train Station. was walking through Moynihan Train Station, saw this girl working there. I was like, oh, hey, what's up? She gave me a free drink. I'm like, yes. <laughs> she gave me a oh hi Jason and they gave me a free drink. There you go. That's great. Tell you what. So what does it
1: matter, right? All these people working, they're all kids. You know, are they all kids? The, uh, I mean, I guess, yeah. I guess that's the question. Like I'm sure there's some people who are in their thirties, forties still working at the no, I don't, shop. Why I don't not? It's a, job. So, a most a job. most of these I think they're young hot people I, the, who are most making of the fancy people
0: yeah it's like this is uh this is like a day job while they're while they're in school. like a lot of them are like in college, like that's sure. a lot of, these, uh, a lot like of these people working It's just like stripping, <laughs> you know you could work you could work the pole or you could work the the matcha joint. that's it yeah. are you so saying work the whisk right? work the whisk exactly yeah, 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 yeah totally <laughs> um so that was that was the first question. second question I have mm-hmm. if um there's been something going on. In the area of my apartment for mm. uh, for like months now. Yeah. There's been a lady screaming oh. at the top of her lungs, shrieking, I might say, saying things like not to me, just in general, because I don't know where this voice is coming from. Screaming, I hate you. I hate you all. You ruined my life. Sometimes it's just a an extended. Ah, I got one of those mm-hmm. today. And this could happen at any time of day because I've heard it while I was remote, <laughs> while I'm like working remote sometimes. <laughs> it can happen any day of the week. It's okay. never continuous. It's usually just like outburst, 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 and then it just stops. And then it might happen again a couple hours later. How right before we recorded, I think she said something like that.
1: Okay.
0: Um, Interesting. This has been going on for months. <laughs> months. Okay. <laughs> months. And it is so loud, so intense. Now, at one point someone did scream back. This is <laughs> probably a month ago. New York. Ago. I, I'm pretty sure I'm what pretty sure my New- upstairs neighbor
1: screamed back at her. Like, like what Shut the York fuck thing. up,
0: you crazy New- bitch. Like yelled something <laughs> like a, that.
1: What a New York thing of yelling at each other through the neighborhood. <laughs> it's such a I heard it in Upper East Side of something happened and someone's like, Jay, hey, shut up it's like no yeah. you shut up <laughs> it's like a discussion no nobody there back was and
0: forth. there was no response it was just okay no response. that was it okay yeah, Interesting. yeah so that was um so this has been going on <laughs> okay and i don't know and i and i sent a I I relay this stuff to to britney i talked to her mm-hmm. i'm like
1: yeah this stuff I, I believe i quoted it every so often
0: like i'll quote the things that i'm hearing
1: um I Do you want me to give my like, theory before you give Brittany's? Because maybe our theory is the same.
0: I don't think she has. She
1: doesn't have a theory. She doesn't have a theory.
0: Okay. I, I I've got a theory. theory
1: of what this is. I've got a theory.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, uh, yeah. Let me hear your theory. Because I think I've caught you up.
1: Yeah. Therapy. I believe what? that this woman. Therapy. I believe this woman is in therapy. Hmm. And her therapist, right? She's probably got a lot of things going on. A lot of trauma that she's sorting through. Whether it's recent trauma or childhood trauma. And her therapist has advised, when you feel so angry that you want to do harm to yourself or others, one solid outburst, whenever you feel like it, is a good way to just relieve that pressure. Don't hold it in, don't take it out on others. Just shout at the sky how you feel. Sometimes it's just guttural noises, sometimes mm. it's, I hate you all. It's enough, just one outburst, right? Because you said it's not continuous. It's it's random. Oh wait, she's saying something right now. And no, then no, she stopped. Okay, <laughs> I think this is therapy. Oh wait, she's going. I, again. A, a... <laughs> I can't hear it.
0: No, no, you can't. But I can, and I like have headphones okay. in, so it's like. <laughs>
1: well, well, no one else listening to this
0: can hear it either. So that's a I problem. No, no, well, I was gonna, I was gonna relay what she was saying in real time. Okay. No, she stopped. So, okay,
1: yeah, but I'll keep. I think. Open. Yeah, yeah. I think this is therapy. That's my, otherwise, if you think it's directed at someone, do you think that she is like in an argument? I don't think so, given how random it is, given that you don't hear a voice back. I think this is, this is an exercise that she has been given, or she's doing therapy online, right? She's found a YouTuber (laughs) who has told her, this is how you relieve whatever, how you connect to the cosmos is scream at it. That's my theory. My theory is that this is working through therapy and problems, and uh, hopefully she finds what she's searching for.
0: So uh, she says things like "I hate you" and "Get out of my life." These are some quotes that I've
1: heard. Mm-hmm. Um, or she's being haunted by demons. Stay of... away from me. Yep, ghost. I fucking hate you. Mm-hmm. Let's see here.
0: Um. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Okay. Here's a quote that I said to the name. but this isn't her. I just wrote the "I hate you, lady" is back to
1: her. "I hate you" shtick. That's just a thing I wrote. I That's quite sure. She's fighting demons over there fight yeah uh <laughs> oh here we go here's
0: another thing she wrote here's another thing she said uh i don't want it i don't want any of this get the hell away from me i fucking okay.
1: hate you this sounds like therapy this
0: person this could how have been how does it sound like therapy this sounds this like person it, could have been it, abused by a, by a
1: by a parental figure and that parental figure is gone now and they haven't ever been able to say the things they've wanted to say and the therapist says we'll scream them out at whom? Also, at, at all, at, all, any at manner sky. of time. Wow. At any manner of time. I mean, is she doing this at two a.m.? Is she waking up screaming? Sometimes I've heard it once, oh, okay. once, once late at night. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Interesting. I'm. Well, that's my theory. Okay. My theory is that she's working through some stuff. Do you know where this woman is? Have you no, been able to that's pinpoint the her location? Okay, so then, so today, so this is why I bring this up. Brittany said
0: I should call the cops because <laughs> I mean I, that was probably now that was probably a response to me saying this. How is this situation not being resolved either with one person leaving and or being murdered? And then that's Again, when I think she's by herself. Said, I, I think this woman's goss. got a couple
1: of cats. I think she's got a couple of cats in this house. She's at her yelling her, like, hey, at the cats? Happening? No, I think she's yelling at the sky. I think this is therapeutic. That's what I think it is. So, I mean, look, I, if you don't know where she's located, call the police. That's the thing. I can't say, yeah, <laughs> and it's all random. I can't be
0: like, yes. follow the screaming lady's voice and then... Yes. All of a sudden they're like, "Well, where where is she?" I'm like, "I don't know. Go to the general this general vicinity." Yeah. Wait. You'll never find anywhere her. between 1 to 3 hours and you will hear the voice yeah. and then wait for it to come back again and do like a little Marco Polo style game yeah. of uh, finding this lady screaming. NYPD
1: ain't doing that. You need someone who's who's the na- right she's got to have a neighbor who, who can like actually hear this vocally. Now here's the other That's thing. That's what you need. I so know not, I sure know
0: somebody who lives like in the building like behind me diagonally Mm -hmm. and i thought about texting you should you should be like hey but here's my fear
1: what Hmm. if that is the lady (laughs) oh well i mean you might as well i mean i I would crack that nut go ahead be like hey is this you is that you screaming i would even ask her that is that you screaming and then get a lol no it's not but i hear it too and then you can go right let's see send it now while we're talking i would send her Hey, is that you screaming? Anything I can do to help? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> All right,
0: there we go. I'm gonna,
1: I haven't, because, I haven't right, messaged her a Because that's the greatest fear, <laughs> is, is this woman being like, oh, God, they think it's me. And now you've got someone else who can be on the case to make sure that, that you don't think it's them. So 100%, make this her <laughs> problem. <laughs>
0: All right. So here's how I was, I was just about to send this person a text. Now, I haven't talked to her in a while. So I just said, hey, been a while. Question for you. Do you hear this lady screaming like every one to three hours a day? No, I wouldn't <laughs> ask that.
1: I would just ask it. Is that you screaming? Hey, it's no, I can't. Is that you screaming? No, 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 yes, no, 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 it. no.
0: Because if, Why not? if it's because if it's not, it's here's first, she's like, oh, my God, how could you think this is me screaming? We'll this sounds like like hey, it sounds like a woman who is in so like much pain. From your... <laughs> I don't know where it's coming from. Well, it shows sometimes that I care. think sometimes I think it's in my building. But then, sometimes, but it clear most of the time. It sounds like it's outside the window, which makes me think it's somebody behind in the
1: back. I'm, I'm right? interested. Like my window faces podcast. the back. How would you? What would your message sound like if you sent it to this woman? I'm interested. For those who listen <laughs> and send us and send us message back, I want to know which who's right. Is it asking this person, going, "Hey, haven't talked in a while. Just want to know if you hear the same screaming I do"? Because what do you do if she says no? Well, um. <laughs> Because cause then this might be a you problem because I didn't hear any screaming. Not since we've been talking. I haven't heard a word. Well, yeah, you can't because I have a microphone that's like directed at my face. You sure this Doesn't is capture. screaming and not just in your head somewhere? <laughs> that's what you I don't mean, want. This is my point, right? So I would just ask be. her, hey, is that you screaming? Anything I can do to help? Question mark. And then no way. leave it like that dead serious. No Again, I- I'm interested. Way. I'm interested to hear what the audience thinks because
0: that's what I would do. I can't. Well, I mean, either way, this thing doesn't again, just like I'm not saying anything now, if anybody has any thoughts, because I can't let it. It's just got to resolve. I mean, because it's clearly not going to resolve anytime soon. It's not like her tone has changed. It's constantly the same thing. And now today I have the idea when Brittany said, hey, maybe you should call the cops. I'm like, maybe she can't leave. Maybe it's a lady who's who's trapped and she's yelling at her
1: captor. Yeah hey I, I I wouldn't call the cops. I think that's a bad idea. I, sorry, Brittany. I don't think your idea is. I can't bad.
0: I would call the cops if I knew where to point them. Like if it was continuous.
1: No, no, no. Leave like the, like the if police I heard are not for... equipped to deal with this. This is this is this is how you get a George Floyd situation. You call the cops when it's not necessary. Stop calling the cops when it's not their job to solve. This is a community. On, it's issue. A, it's, it's, it's a a not a murder. There, she'll be fine. It's not <laughs> <laughs> how do you know she's white? How do you know she's not Hispanic? You don't know that. I'm using a Best guess. No, what are you trying to say? There's no, uh, there's no, I feel there's like there's no rolling I, of the R's in her, in her cursing at I the sky? I would like, yeah, I'd
0: like to hear, you know, there, there's, I would hope there'd be some <laughs> Spanish there or something or something. Yeah, you know, it's like, it's a white lady. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was waiting for you to dig this hole a little deeper. Look, I, I just I just wouldn't call the cops. I'm 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 wary of getting the NYPD involved in I'm something that I'm I think not... you could I think you could investigative journalism your way through this. <laughs> or just deal or just live with it. Or just live with it like everyone else in New York. That's what you did. Maybe one day silently stop. Sit look there and used to just... be
0: Used to be a lady who uh, who I think would let her dog out. I think I told you about this. There was a lady who would let her dog out, and I think her dog's name was Lady. So you just hear this person yell, "Lady, <laughs> Lady."
1: Anyway, that stopped. <laughs> what do you think happened to Lady? You think Lady's gone? I don't
0: know. I think uh, I think the dog probably ran away and didn't come back. <laughs> wow! I'm like tired of this woman yelling my name. I don't even know if it was a dog she was yelling at. Could have been cat. Who
1: knows? Cat on a leash.
0: Maybe maybe the other lady, maybe the woman screaming is left. Maybe they moved. You know, sometimes a pretty simple answer. It doesn't yeah. always have to be a dark ending. Yeah, could be a happy ending, right? Yeah, well, maybe look, lady, maybe lady started one. listening. Maybe lady just yeah. started listening. You know, here's the door open. Now all of a sudden, lady just runs back home. Nothing. Think lady called. called her name back, and that was it. <laughs> <Is> that okay, <laughs> lady, Susan, what Susan? Stop it! <laughs> <laughs>
1: stop calling my oh. name. Sorry, everybody can Sorry. hear you. It's embarrassing. Shut up. <laughs> All don't right, well, know look, my let, us, let us know what happens when you text this woman and asking if it's her and then we can see what happens. I'm curious. I'm curious of a follow up for this. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to say I'm going to bring here. something back. You said Montreal and then we got off on a tangent. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I took a That was that was just a detour. But we're, we're okay. back. I know you got All you right. got some shit to talk. Go ahead. Talk to shit. I do. No, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm Okay, so if that's the case, then. Oh, you want me?
0: You want me to give some background? You want me to tell yeah, you why I was I in Montreal? I want some background.
1: Why were you in Montreal? Why? uh, so basically,
0: as of, with all the travel I've done, I'm on the brink of getting gold status on United for the first time. It's very <laughs> exciting. Okay, so, as a result, I've been taking some small trips, to, basically get this, get me over the line. I just have to take a few more flights. And as long as they're qualified flights, PQF as they're called on United, I could get it. Now I have two more flights to take. Montreal was the, uh, you know, that that was just more steps towards that uh, towards that goal, mm-hmm. right? So now one more round trip and I get gold. Got to do that before the end of the year. Then I have gold through next year. Very exciting. You've had it. You know what it's like. With I your do. I've uh, got Air New Zealand. I've got, stuff. got gold
1: status until uh, September, and I'll probably lose it next year. But I've I've got it now. It's
0: great. Right? It's pretty damn cool. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, so where you go?
1: you're where where's this final trip where you're going to celebrate when you land back in New York? Where are you going?
0: Uh, I actually just think I might looking at the prices because flights in December are not cheap. I might just no. do a round trip day f- trip to Boston. Uh, okay. <laughs> and then uh-huh. just do it cuz that's like less than 150 bucks. You do it,
1: you're done. And uh I literally might maybe I'll go to the flight, Boston what, trip. Like 45 minutes. Like as soon as you you reach altitude, they're like, we are now descending. (laughs) Yeah, totally.
0: Exactly. Which is similar to what it is to Montreal. So so I went to Montreal because it's a quick flight. It's usually pretty cheap. It wasn't the cheapest this time around. But um, I've been to Montreal a bunch because I used to work with a team up there. We still do. I just don't personally work with them. Um, And every time I went up there, I'd only go up for day trips, go up in the morning, come back at night. And every so often I'd get to spend a night, get myself a good meal, but I've always, I've always been interested in spending more time up there and basically just eating their delicious food. Cause Montreal food is awesome. And I thought, yeah, maybe I'll be able to walk around, explore the city a bit now did a little bit of that, but ultimately I went up there. I actually was able to work out of that developer that we work with. So I worked during the day and treated myself to some, uh, extravagant dinners every night. It was great. The only downside was the one night that I went to the old town and wanted to walk around and get my touristy stuff in, um, it started pouring, so I didn't get to do that. But I liked it so much, and it's such an easy trip that I will I will definitely go back because Montreal is an awesome awesome city, a lot of fun. And uh, cool. And to make it even better, surprise! There is a fantastic matcha cafe a half block from the studio. Of course there is. Of course there is. Why and not? I went there <laughs> every day. So much so that the last day they gave me my drink for free. <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> what can i say i just had that yeah i have that
1: warm and inviting personality that people well, people yeah, get, you know, ask a you lot know, of questions, you know people they like yeah, me and then they yeah they, they want to befriend you and you if you go somewhere every sudden, single day you probably told them it was your last day in montreal you're just visiting you probably told them everything you just told us about your points and they said oh, i would like this guy he's he's friendly i was there for 30
0: guy. minutes they're like if we give you a free drink do you promise you won't come back <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. Are you sure you're gonna leave, stay in New York because you don't speak enough French? Dude, I'm not gonna lie, that-
0: every day, every day I went to this place and I got a different treat and a matcha tea, and it was delicious. First day, I know you care. So what what were the treats you asked? Great question. First day, matcha biscotti. They made biscottis better by making them matcha flavored. Go figure. <laughs> Second in green. <laughs> in green. Second day, matcha cheesecake. And was that the first of two slices of cheesecake I had that day? (laughs) Yes. Third day, matcha. It was like a matcha chocolate cake type thing. Fourth day, matcha crepe cake. So good. And I bought a a bag of cookies to go. I'm still (laughs) working my way through those.
1: Road cookies. Mm -hmm. Travel cookies. That's right. Yeah, all right. So that's that's good setup because you were sending me photos. You only sent me a couple of photos. You didn't send me too many photos. You were sending me photos of your of the things you I were put them on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, you put them on Instagram.
2: And you said you something to
1: me. I'm trying to find this 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 part of this discussion where we had this yeah. where we had this. And yeah, I found it. I, I actually screenshotted this and sent it to Alice. And then I said, we're going we're gonna to talk about this. I'm looking for it. I'm trying to find Here's out. Here's how it is. started. I'm going to give you the rundown because I have this here. I, I'm as, not what, as, as ashamed. I, as I look for it. No, of course you're not ashamed. But I, I, I want to pose this to the audience. Here's what I said.
0: I said, I dig this travel. I dig this travel, work remote, oh, I go yep. hard on over-the-top dinners every night, costing a fortune, but fun. And then you said, yeah. And yeah, you said, that life is fun, but will ruin your ability to travel and eat cheap ever again. To which I said this. And this is the point of contention. I said, I don't know. I still enjoy cheap stuff. Starbucks oatmeal for breakfast. And then you said that ain't cheap.
1: <laughs> I found it, which is why it's funny. Yeah. And then you said
0: something else, and I said that. And then I said, then I said I'm tenth. I'm <laughs> by A&W. So A&W is A um, and W. So A and W is a burger joint place and i believe it started in the u.s but it is a thing in canada like yeah, it is I, right I up there, there are A&W just...
1: started in michigan because a and w's are Rupert. like no probably more
0: common if not are <laughs> as common or more common than like a burger king or a wendy's probably not as prolific as a mcdonald's but you will see a and w all over the place and it's, it's, it's just one of those places right yeah yeah it's, yeah it's that's a and w based off the, the root beer yeah yeah, yeah, but they're started they in Sacramento, burgers.
1: California, in 1923, so it's not that okay. Yeah, and I got. I an think an they're in, now uh, headquartered in um, in Kentucky.
0: I got in Toronto when I was there last year. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't this year. Yeah, it's but a big I, Midwest I mean, I,
1: thing. You can find A&Ws all over Detroit as well. It's a big Midwest yeah. thing. Midwest, candy. yeah, yeah. And then
0: you said that's hilarious.
1: I said cheaper than other options. So and then you cut off. So, so I, I, the thoughts. concept so ahead, of Starbucks oatmeal, the fact that you uh-huh. think that's cheap. I think shows an, an amount of privilege <laughs> that that might be unfounded on this podcast. The level of privilege to say buying oatmeal at Starbucks is cheap is what I wanted to throw the flag on because I think that's ridiculous. Okay. What a ridiculous sentence <laughs> of yeah. Yeah. The cheap stuff. Starbucks oatmeal. Yeah. How much is Starbucks oatmeal? Oh, like four bucks. If that. And you think that's cheap.
0: Uh, well, it's not as cheap as McDonald's oatmeal, and I do like that as well. That's like two fifty. I think a packet of oatmeal you can buy for ten cents. <laughs> Honestly, like it's oatmeal. oh yeah, that's a good point. All right, yeah, relatively speaking, but when you're on the road, like when you're when you're traveling,
1: you gonna get a pack of oatmeal. But I, I'm just sitting here going, like I think you would go to the grocery store. I'm I'm looking at this now, right? I'm looking at this New Zealand, right? So this is already fake money, right? Yeah, fake I'm money. looking at this. Yeah, so so right? cut it in. So it's like twenty percent of this number. So you can get 750 grams, right? A thousand grams is a 500 grams is a pound. So 750 grams for 33 cents per hundred grams, so 250 New Zealand dollars for basically a pound and a half of oatmeal.
0: Yeah. Well, look, I um, yeah, we're talking about different things. Are we're we talking about different things? <laughs> yes. Yes, I'm
1: talking about, I'm talking about travel, traveling. It's different. Oh, Oh, no, I know what you're talking about, but still, the fact that you could probably go buy a packet of oatmeal somewhere, or even a box of packets of oatmeal, for what you spent on the Starbucks oatmeal, is
0: my point. Yeah, but then I got to like go through the effort of make it. I'm not going to do that. Who's, who's
1: doing this? I think who's there's people who travel who legitimately are looking for cheaper options as they travel who would go to a grocery store and buy a box of oatmeal to go, look, I'm here for four nights. I get a box of oatmeal. That's cheaper than going to Starbucks for oatmeal. You're right. Okay. That's it. So you don't enjoy the cheap <laughs> stuff if you're eating Starbucks oatmeal. That's it's relatively cheaper
0: say, is what I'm trying to say.
1: It's cheaper than a $400 dinner. Yes, it's relative. Who said I spent $400 on dinner? Come on. No, but th- that, that's just my point though. If you're like, "Oh, well, spend I'm eating $200
0: cheaper. on dinner." All right. Look, that's that's <laughs> the difference, right? So if I'm so if you're talking about that, if I'm talking about a 1% of that is $2. So if I'm talking about a yeah, 1% of 200 is $2. So then if I'm talking about a breakfast that's 2% of the cost of dinner, before tip mind you why did my voice crack before before tip all right granted i'm talking canadian dollars all right so let's call it what it is all right let's be real <laughs> it's worth a little bit more than new zealand dollars loonies but and toonies exactly Fake money. <laughs> so you want, if you're calling your money loonies and toonies Looney how do you expect anybody money. to take Looney. your money money seriously <laughs> so that's uh that's what i'm
1: saying it's cheaper now here's the twist right the no, twist no 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 that's not what you said that's not what you said that's my point you said, I still enjoy the cheap stuff. Starbucks yeah. oatmeal for breakfast. You didn't say, I still enjoy eating cheaper, or I still enjoy no. eating F- fast food. No, fuck food. you, because you this said, is wrong. Because it, this is not <laughs> is not. eating because, like, the cheap stuff. <laughs> this is like a millionaire buying, like... Like a no, 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 no. No, just because I'm like, oh, this is the car that I just, I drive once and leave on the street. <laughs>
0: I could go, I could go out like one day, one day I went out and got and went out for breakfast and got like an actual like sit down breakfast where you're spending at least $15. So all of a sudden you're spending less than a third of that. I'm just saying it is in the scale, in the spectrum of things that you're buying, like even if you went to McDonald's. How much would you spend on, on breakfast, right? I'm talking about in the spirit of going out. If you're on the road and you're getting something out to eat and you're not going to a grocery store, buying yourself a fucking pound of oatmeal to make it <laughs> at home with your tea kettle, it, it like, I'm not, no, who the hell's talking about that? What are we I'm, talking I, about? I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not at home. You- it's not like I woke up and be like, oh man, I gotta the cheap stuff is going to Starbucks. No, what I'm home, hell, dude, I make oatmeal for myself this morning. I'm pulling it out of the, the barrel, the uh, the giant <laughs> the oat oatmeal <laughs> barrel. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? You get the big tube? You ever get that big tube? Have you ever made oatmeal yourself? Do you don't even know what I'm talking about? Do you know about the tube? I know about the tube.
1: I do know about the tube. <laughs> you press it down and it, and it puts a bunch of oatmeal in a bag and you weigh it and you put a sticker no. on it that says my oatmeal. No, is I'm, talking, I'm talking a tube big enough. It looks like a barrel, man. Have you not seen like these
0: oversized barrels of, uh, of Quakeros? Wait, is this like hot oatmeal or this is like raw oats uh rolled oats okay rolled oats okay yeah quaker oats tube i'm just gonna go <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah I, it comes in I got the big one six bucks 42 yeah. ounces all right yeah, but I, you, know, I guess you know my good point is for? it's good forever the word
1: starbucks and cheap i think that's the first time i've ever seen those put in the same collective thought no one goes to starbucks and thinks i'm getting a good deal only people with money think that that's my point that no one goes to starbucks to go man i really picked the economical option today no one ever ever period coffee cookies snacks no one goes to starbucks to go oh man what's the cheapest option i can find oh yeah let me hit up a starbucks that's good that that those two things don't compute ever and that's my point
0: (laughs) i don't know if you heard it but the the rise of these uh, independent coffee shops the starbucks is actually now on the cheaper end of the spectrum (laughs) If you're not if getting you if money. you're not That's getting my point. <laughs> if you're not getting fancy drinks, if you're just going for like a straight up coffee. I mean, compared to one of these other places where they
1: where they judge you for ordering something wrong, it's cheaper. This is how this is how as we get older you become and again, look, I don't necessarily disagree with you. I'm just pointing out that you are starting to reach a stratosphere of status and wealth and income. That you can't claim <laughs> anymore <laughs> that, oh, that you don't go. have enough for X, Y, and Z or this is the cheaper option. Everything you eat is no longer the cheaper option. You're not scraping money together for beans and rice. <laughs> no, that's true. It just ain't happening anymore. And it's fine. I, I just wanted to call it out. Like you've reached that point, which means you made it, right? As far as like you're the top five percent of the world, which is a pretty good play Hey, that's what I'm in. It's pretty nice, isn't it? Top right, but I'm talking I'm talking cheap
0: stuff. I'm saying cheap, not broke. Like I'm not I'm saying I'm not saying like I'm going for the broke stuff. Oh man, what did you uh what did you have? Well, you know, I I don't even know. You couldn't even go I I dirt. bought a uh, <laughs> What would you have? I had yeah, a pack of dirt. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't want to make fun of those people. I'm not saying that.
1: I'm not I'm not trying to belittle anybody. But No, I just wanted to check n- the fact of that sentence that you sent me was was like okay you've made it (laughs) when you're like i still enjoy the cheap stuff starbucks i said starbucks oatmeal
0: specifically all right i could have made it worse i could have been like starbucks egg white bites all right that would have been a douchey thing to write (laughs) yeah look i just wanted to point out on the podcast that that you you
1: have officially reached the point of no return because at income. that point, not only, you're, not only are you flexing, not
0: only are you flexing any sort of economical, uh, well, any economical privilege, which again, I will say that this is still on the cheaper end of most things to get out. I'm not abandoning that argument, but simultaneously the, uh, if I was to say the, you know, the egg white thing, now I've also included a dietary privilege where I'm like, oh, well, I gotta keep my cholesterol in check. So now I have to have my egg whites instead of my instead of my whole eggs. That adds another <sighs> one. And I think they're more expensive than oatmeal itself. Even on the range of Starbucks menu, it's cheaper than other things.
1: Get off my back. <laughs> yeah, look, I I just <laughs> wanted to point it out. I thought it was worth I'm sure there's people here who maybe agree with you, but I just I think every once in a while. Yeah, I have those check your privilege moments. And uh, that one was one for me of going, man, he thinks Starbucks is cheap. We live in a different world because I don't disagree with you. I'm like, yeah, as far as oatmeal goes, like, I'm sure you could get some really expensive oatmeal. And half the time it's because they put they're putting some type of exotic, you know, roasted cashew from, you know, some forest that we're burning down or like maple syrup or something else. Right. Like, it's not just oatmeal. It's like oatmeal with a bunch of accoutrement in it. Right. Yeah, that's what But makes yeah, just the fact that you said, yeah, I still enjoy the cheap stuff. It's like, I, I enjoy the cheaper stuff. You said the cheap stuff, which means like, oh yeah, if I eat Starbucks, I'm really scr- I'm really, you know, I'm really slumming it here. You know, all those people in the hood eating Starbucks because it's so cheap. <laughs> all right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's not like that. Look, two uh, two quick oatmeal stories. All right. Yeah. While we're here. um, There's a chain of uh, restaurants in Portland called Petite Provence Boulangerie and Patisserie stuff. <laughs> I nailed it. Okay. This place is like a fancy pastry shop and breakfast spot. All right. Really good. But they used to have the best oatmeal ever. I would want to go mm-hmm. to this place and actually order oatmeal because I think I probably told you this before. It was a creme brulee oatmeal. That and sounds excessive. It was. Oh, totally. It was basically you were just like eating a bowl of uh, of sugar, sugary oatmeal. And it was awesome. And it had like that caramelized topping. It was fantastic. They must have charged like $18 for that thing. And it was uh, but they took it off the menu. So fuck that place. All right. That's story number one. Story number two, that was (laughs) it was a short one. Right. I'm trying to go quick here. Story number two, when talking about the cheap stuff, quote unquote, um, and this would reinforce your point. And I was going to get to it. But then you're like, let's talk about it on the podcast. So here we are. Went to Vegas. Uh, earlier this year, right? A few months ago, I think it was mm-hmm. July. Uh, maybe August doesn't matter. Point is, it was hot. Went to Vegas. Stayed at the Flamingo. One block away from one of my favorite places in Vegas, Ellis Island Casino and Brewery, right? They have a great breakfast. They You can get a steak and eggs. Uh, sirloin steak and egg special for like nine bucks, mm-hmm. right? crazy maybe it was 10 who knows point is that was for that can i say that's cheap for i mean it
1: depends on the type of steak but yeah most likely sirloin i just said sirloin steak yeah like a 10 ounce sirloin steak yeah okay so if you're a working man you know you need a little protein that's not bad Mm -hmm. steak and
0: eggs that much okay got that and a nice tea unsweetened next day i'm like man that was heavy i need a light breakfast go to starbucks get starbucks oatmeal with uh with the blueberries and a large green tea, that shit was more expensive than <laughs> steak and eggs at <laughs> El That's my point. That's the point I was trying to but make. That, that is specific. That is because of Las Vegas strip inflation, where sure. everything is like twice the price as it should be. So when. I spent twelve bucks at Ellis Island. I spent like twenty dollars at Starbucks. I'm like, Jesus Christ! Yeah. And that was because it's on the strip, like right yeah, there. Vegas is crazy
1: expensive. It's not it's
0: like yeah, where I was in Montreal, it was like honestly, that was probably cheaper than most places. Anyway, but yeah, that was that's just my silly. You know what? In that context, you'd be right. Only yeah. in that context.
1: Yeah. Otherwise, speaking right. speaking of cheap, to do a little segue mm-hmm. here just to keep things moving along, Black Friday, it. right? It's Thanksgiving weekend. How was your Thanksgiving? First of all.
0: It was good. I, I have my own good. planes, trains and automobile uh, experience because I flew in from Montreal on Thursday morning,
1: mm-hmm.
0: took the train to Jersey to where I need to go in Jersey and then drove to my sister's place in
1: Connecticut. Yeah. So, turkey, turkey. So was turkey ham. What was, what was the meat? Did you have all of it? Ham? What are you, what are you kidding yeah. me? No. Yes. Yeah, Some no. people get a ham. Fried, no, deep
0: fried turkey. My brother-in-law deep fried a turkey okay did he blow um, up the house <laughs> nope does it outside at this point the system's been
1: perfected he does it right okay um we right. yeah he um Low, lowers it turkey. in there oil's not too high all the all the things mm-hmm. that they show in the video every year when the fire department he did it right he's showing it right. you the house burning down yeah he did it right and it was good that's uh it's one of the few ways i'll enjoy a turkey because the
0: turkey is yep. generally kind of lame uh that's right it's hard to she cook it,
1: hard bird to a, cook
0: she made a pot roast there was okay. uh, your favorite sweet potato with the marshmallows i know you love that oh. Well, um
1: there was again, a cranberry sauce not, not my favorite <laughs> i yeah i know i got it. I'm just giving shit <laughs> no just for those listening be like wait yeah, you yeah, like, yeah no no yeah. no 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 you don't put marshmallows and sweet potatoes no 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 no. yeah, yeah you can absolutely i don't not. normally but sometimes thanksgiving no you, on thanksgiving. Don't. No, you just I, brought, don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I
0: sent a uh, i sent a sour cream apple walnut apple pie from uh little little pie company which is the best that's the best apple pie on the planet and i will not hear otherwise <laughs>
1: You just make a otherwise. book. You just make a book of if you Jason's if favorite you're, thing. You should be
0: Oprah. <laughs> they ship on Gold Valley, by the way. So if you're listening to this and you're in the the U.S. of A. and you want to try the best apple pie, find the little pie company, sour cream
1: apple walnut. It'll change your life. <laughs> it's good. It's all happy. right. So good Thanksgiving. Everyone's happy. Everyone no no family you know everyone's getting along everything's good yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it went well um because some the, people uh, thanksgivings is is when the whole thing blows up thanksgiving and christmas man the most is the, the time most of drama, year yeah this is the, the time of year the, the, the when most, things get real for people
0: yeah the most drama i had on thanksgiving was um it was the morning after at a family as at an impromptu family breakfast and there was a brief a brief little hullabaloo which
1: was quickly yeah. resolved because, right. you know, good enough. Hey, look, looks. family's fine. getting together. You, you know, some, yeah. some things mm-hmm. got to come up. The thing that happened totally. 10 years ago might about, pop up. It's how it works. How about you? Did you Did you celebrate American Thanksgiving? Did not. Did you, did you? I did not oh. celebrate American Thanksgiving. I watched the Lions lose on Thanksgiving, which is a tradition. Yep. <laughs> that is, even though the Lions are good this year, they, they lost on Thanksgiving the way they're supposed to, because it's not Thanksgiving without the Detroit Lions losing a football game. Um, so, yeah, that's what I did on Thanksgiving. Felt like being home. <laughs> All right. So, so yeah, let's talk about the real holiday, though. Right. Black Friday. Biggest shopping day of the year. And I would say this has become a global phenomenon. It became a phenomenon in New Zealand when I, like, when I first got here, there was no Black Friday. And over time, right, because there's, you don't celebrate Thanksgiving in New Zealand or Australia, Black Friday has become a thing, right? And I'd argue, A lot of Kiwis are like, why are we, you know, there's some Kiwis who really like America. There's some Kiwis, as you would expect in any country, that they're like, why do we keep, it's one thing for us to get your media and your music. It's another thing for us to get your consumerist capitalism behavior that we don't, that's not us. We don't want that stuff here. And so this morning when we were looking for stuff to talk about, I just said, oh yeah, Black Friday is really down this year. Like, you know, people are catching on that, you know, a lot of times it's some bait and switch price you know saying oh yeah look you're saving 200 bucks when last week it was the price that it is during black friday so a lot of like marking up prices and so black friday in new zealand is is drastically down this year as things are more expensive a word you keep hearing is the cost of living crisis the cost of living it's just so expensive to live you can't even just buy a, buy carrots at the grocery store
0: That's
1: And right. so in new zealand black friday is has has really hit a point this year people are going why are we doing this why is this a thing that we're doing here why are we copying america and your response to that was Black Friday is up. a <laughs> really? Black Friday is great. Yep. So do you In the still US. shop for? So do you shop on Black? I used to spend a lot of time looking for deals on Black Friday. This is where I used to buy video games that I didn't get throughout the year. This is where I would buy. You know, if I ever bought an Apple product, it was normally around this time of year. I bought a new cell phone around this time of year. I tend to buy bigger electronic stuff because I spend the time over Thanksgiving and you know Black Friday looking for deals online or looking for deals in stores. Have you ever been a Black Friday person? I'm I'm interested in your in your thoughts here. Someone who buys a lot of video games and could probably save a bit of money on a holiday like this because it's often, you know, digital digital sales and Cyber Monday and trying to get you to buy video games that are no longer popular at their peak when they come out.
0: Look, I want I want anybody who ever questions my professionalism as a podcaster to look at this moment, point to this one. Because it's almost like I planned this perfect callback. I bought two hundred grams of matcha
1: on Black Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, why, why I didn't just
0: say like you bought some matcha,
1: right? Like I mean,
0: that's yeah, given. I bought, bought two hundred grams. It's twenty five percent off. It's my it's my go to matcha. I bought two hundred grams. Now I know what you're thinking. That doesn't sound like enough. You're
1: probably right. You're probably right. I mean, for like, you, it doesn't sound like enough. I still I still got huh. matcha to finish here before I fly to a different country. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, I bought
0: I bought two hundred grams of that from uh, from my go to matcha place in New York. I bought that because they had, uh, like I said, they were doing twenty five percent off. Uh, I bought. Did I buy anything else? I. The answer. The, the short answer, though, is yes. Typically, I'll buy some stuff, um, and historically, I've always bought some stuff. It was hmm. like as a kid, you know, before it, before really everything was online. Right, and you actually had some sort of joy and fun, excitement. Like I remember lining up. We we would literally go to Toys R Us because I'm like, oh my god, they have this great deal on games, and we would like line up, and then you know my stepdad would uh, he'd take us over there, and my mom would take us over there, and because it became like just like kind of a fun thing to do.
1: Absolutely, because yeah,
0: cause there was like two years in a row where Toys R Us was doing some like it was like a buy two get one free or some ridiculous thing where games were cheaper. But right. now, yeah, but no,
1: I I remember that actually. Now that you say that, I remember that exactly. Yeah, yeah, you buy two games, you yeah. get one free. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: But they do that all the time now. That That's the thing. Yeah, like yeah. That's there the is difference. The beauty of Black Friday at this point is it's more like appointment sales. Mm. You know, even if it's happened, because typically a Black Friday sale nowadays, and maybe I'm wrong, but it seems like it's not necessarily the cheapest thing. Now, that doesn't mean it hasn't. It is either the way I see Black Friday sales now is it's either. Matches a previous low that has happened throughout the year at random times, or it is a new low that will continue to hit moving forward. So, and the beauty of it is it's that appointment date where everything is going to hit those lows, be it you missed it previously or you now know what it's going to be moving forward. Because it's no longer, and maybe it never was, this thing where it's like, oh my God, you got to get in here because it's only two hours long. Like, they don't really do that shit anymore. Everything's online. You don't have to go to a store. You literally just go online on that day. You find the thing that you want or that you buy. So like I'll look at, you know, I'll go to a clothing store that I like or I'll go to these other things and I'll be like, yeah, okay, this is the stuff that I have, that I have interest in buying that day. I know there's going to be something going on. So the matcha is great example. Did I know there was a sale on matcha? No, but I went to the website on Black Friday, saw they were doing 25% for that day only and said, great, I'm going to buy some matcha, Right, you know? Same thing. But again, I I, I wonder how much of that.
1: Because right, I mean, look, I I think going to the store. Like, I think we're old enough. As you shake your matcha drink, (laughs) which I'm assuming is matcha. How did Um, you know? That's right, because I mean, yeah. Um, she Because you know, crackhead doesn't switch to doesn't switch to heroin, right? It's like, what you smoking, crack? (laughs) It's like you know, like no crackhead. Um, So so look, I mean, I think that's what I, as a kid, I remember specifically like video game release dates, right? There was something about like, Hey, I'm going to go stand in line. Like you didn't do it, but every once in a while you're like, you know what, let's wake up early and go stand in line and, and try to beat the crowd for some of this stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. But I mean, look, I think it's a combination of things, right? Like, I think it's a combination of online makes it easier. Right. I think it's a combination of bad press over black Friday, just from watching people get trampled. The video you always see of a bunch of people standing at, a, at you know, at the front of a door pushing the door down that always there's it's always a viral thing that happens on friday like oh look at shoppers killing each other over consumer stuff i think that has maybe dampened some people going look it's not worth the liability of having people trample each other at 6 a.m to get a tv for 50 bucks and also i think specifically for some bigger cities is that theft has become such a big thing in the u.s at least that it's actually just better for loss prevention. Just have a warehouse and ship the stuff out. Every, you know, 90% of Americans, I would argue, have access to the internet, regular access, even if they don't own a phone themselves, right? You've got access to Wi Fi, you've got access to a library, you've got access to somewhere where you can actually use a phone or a device to go online and buy something. So I think that's changed it. Now, again, in New Zealand, we don't, you know, a lot of people don't necessarily online shop. A lot of people do, but it's international stuff, right? You're buying something from Amazon, you still have to pay 40 bucks for shipping, right? So it's like, it's not as much of a deal as it would be in the States where Amazon is just offering free shipping all the time because it's easy when you've got a million warehouses. So it's interesting to see from the US standpoint, it's still a good day to clear, you know, to clear stock that end of the year push to get your numbers to where they need to be versus internationally it's like wait we don't really need to do this like if you offer a deal great i can get it whenever versus i don't need to wait for this fake day because it's not like the day after thanksgiving people are still at work on friday usually it's not like you have the day off so yeah it's just interesting to still hear that black friday is still to the level of the thing that it is where this year it's specifically kind of like people still shop this time of year because they're looking for christmas gifts But it's not like this big appointment. It's never been this big appointment thing where you can comb through ads and really make a plan of going, Okay, I'm going to get all my Christmas shopping done the day, you know, between Friday and Monday after Thanksgiving, because I'm going to go through and buy all this stuff that I know I can at least get at the cheapest price before the end of the year. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I get it. And I agree about the online stuff. Um, But I think that it still represents a good place. And for I get it internationally, it doesn't make sense because. It's easy to market in the U.S. because it's everybody's off on Friday.
1: Yeah, exactly. It day just day makes sense. Everyone can
0: go to You do don't stuff. have that same market, that same marker. So I would be interested to know internationally what it looks like more when the holidays are said and done, what spending yeah. is like. Well, it's like Boxing Day, just right? Now. I
1: would argue Boxing Day is the bigger day, which is the day after Christmas of mm. returning stuff right you got to get if you don't so like that was always the worst. Get something for cheaper and that is always like and and again in the states boxing day wasn't a thing right you'd hear about it from canada but it's a commonwealth holiday so i think a lot of for a lot of people it's like well wait to boxing day to really get the best deals because that's when hey there's only a week left in the year that's when everyone's trying to clear out their stuff before the new year to get that last you know that last christmas gift that you forgot or you're returning something and want to buy a different object. Um, so yeah, so I, I would say Boxing Day is probably a little bigger, but even that, right? Like I suppose, kiwis, but if you're getting yeah, kiwis, TVs, aren't consumers right? in that way, which is interesting. I think a lot of countries aren't consumers the way that we are in America. It's just different. but if you're getting TVs, like the best
0: one of the best times to get a TV is not actually Black Friday; it's before Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and that's a actually is, when they right? have better. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. And I'm assuming they do something similar before like World Cup yeah. events or other major broadcast Again, it's weird
1: in New Zealand like not really like you can't even like you know you've got the what well, was the queen's birthday which will become the king's birthday which is sometime in June Um, so like you'll get kind of stuff around commonwealth holidays but really sales are kind of random at times like it's not it's kind of like a clearing stock thing right hey there's a new version of something coming out it's generally the best time to buy something because then it'll go it'll get slashed in half cars right next year, model car comes out Buy the buy the old one like Kiwis tend to hold on to stuff a little longer. And I'm assuming that's very similar to Australia is probably a little bit closer to America, but probably somewhere in between. Same thing with Canada, right? Like it's just based on population and how much product can you get through specifically for electronics and those types of goods. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, it- it's, it's interesting just to hear that basically two completely different stories of Black Friday that people don't really care about has dropped. And in the States, you'd argue people are looking for deals because of, hey, you know, you know, taxes are high and you know the the mortgage rates are up so we gotta we gotta shop you know now and then be done with it that's it we're buying stuff now and if it comes later we're not getting it later
0: yeah sorry the lady was uh screaming again i thought, uh, <laughs> thought i was gonna get something but no it was just like a really long screech uh let it, like, yeah. let it out
1: girl go and let it out let that yeah, let yeah. that pain out yeah
0: i mean the thing from my perspective as well is a lot of this stuff is going digital right so a lot of you know, you don't. People don't buy movies. Like there's certain categories of things that are just not on the board for spending in
1: stores. Yeah. Like and games I argue are. A that's good example. the stuff that I buy during Black Friday. Like a lot of my subscriptions renew like this time of year, right? Like because I first subscribed to it. of someone going, hey, get twenty five percent off your subscription to this thing, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, that's the thing I use. Let me re up this subscription. Whether it's a VPN or any of those types of things. Like I've noticed like a lot of stuff for me comes up during Black Friday, like this time of year. I'm like, oh, all my subscriptions are kind of due between November 24th and December 1st. Yeah, because like what's you
0: know, you look at games or you look at movies, right? Those verticals are kind of gone. They're they're off the board when it comes to actual retail. Like movies is easy because it's Netflix. It's other subscription services. Like that's what people are actually, that's where people are spending money so they're not buying. Hell, Best Buy themselves said they're not going to be selling physical uh, movies in stores yeah. anymore. It's just not happening. Yeah. So no not that it was like, I, and I'm sure that was some contribution, but when you're talking about percentage points, right? You think that wasn't 1% of their sales of on a typical day before Netflix where people would buy all their favorite movies of the year? That that's probably a big part of it. You buy that new TV. What do you want on the TV? Well, I want to buy, you know, I want to buy some cool media, you know, bl- Blu-ray to see on or a DVD to watch on. Yeah, they exactly. don't have or, that or anymore. Like,
1: yeah, specifically buying like you know when you were buying, um, you know, a big 3D TV back in yeah. the day or you're yeah, buying now, like, your uh, first hd yeah. tv right it's like well let me get a blu-ray that's hd capable what blu-ray should i buy let me buy avatar let me buy what was that what, what was that movie that i always saw for sale it was like a it was like an animated film where like the girl was really big uh wait a minute but well, the girl and it was, was always big. on t- anytime you went to a best buy or something it was always on the tv because they're like oh this is, a, this is a great movie to show off hd capability what was the name of that movie? It was like the girl was like giant. She was huge. When? What year? Ugh. Animated movie.
0: Animated movie. Man, animated movie with a uh, big girl. Um, <laughs> let's see. I'm gonna animated movie. There it is. With- Monsters vs.
1: Aliens. Found it. That
0: funny. That's actually kind of what I was thinking about. I was like, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. March was, tw- yeah. 2009.
1: Like I'm thinking of this and Avatar, right? Because Avatar came out later in 2009. So it was these two movies when I first. And maybe this is when I first bought like my like a real good HD TV, it was always these things that were – it was that and Avatar that was always on the television trying to sell you a TV because it was like, look at this in HD. Look at this in 3D. It was always these movies. Yeah, yeah, because it comes out – because this is like a 3D movie as well. So, yeah, like that's how they used to sell TVs now, right? You get – four everything in Netflix is 4K.
0: Man, everything it is Netflix insane delivers is looking 4K. at this and how how far yeah, – right? we've come. animation has <laughs>
1: even the still
0: images looking at this for like 14 years ago this used to look amazing
1: yeah and like the eyes the still and stuff images. Are weird the, the, the skin I'm looking texture at the still images. i'm like this might as yeah. well be a disney a disney show <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, the skin is real plastic. Doesn't have good subsurface scattering to make it look like skin. Like, even though it's stylized, right? Even like movies like Wish are stylized. They still there's just look no complexity. Like hair looks the, better.
0: Yeah, the scenes have no complexity to them. Like, it's yeah. very, it's very static. Oh, come man, a long this way. Is So weird. Come so a long weird. way and
1: not a long time. So
0: yeah, but games as well is another segment of that. Like Xbox, for example, right? If you mm. buy an Xbox today, your purchase is actually game pass. It's not fine. You might buy call of duty or you might buy like one or two games that are not on game pass, but otherwise all your games are digital on game pass. Plus if you're looking at deals, all the best deals are digital deals. Yeah. Like, yeah, and like that happens store, all sure, year good deals, around. All Absolutely. All year yeah. round, you're getting great deals digitally. So, yeah. you know, this stuff's fine. And actually like, we've experienced this ourselves, right? Where you can, a lot of publishers or developers who want to stand out with their sales, they won't advert. They won't drop their price in a mm. big Black Friday sale because they don't stand out. Everybody's looking for the big item, right? Everybody's right. looking for the big thing that they want that they know about. So if you want to stand out with a sale of your own, good luck trying to find it. Good luck yeah, trying do to get a different it. Different time, yeah. It's especially too, if you're yeah. a
1: big retailer, right? Like if you're a big name, why mm-hmm. do this when you know you're a smaller retail? It's a perfect time to do it, right? Because everyone is actively looking for deals, and you just might catch them making an impulse buy versus you're right like if you know like look a nintendo switch i want to buy a switch i know the price you you can drop that anytime and get people going oh great it's finally hit a price that i can afford so yeah now as far as why
0: why is it dropping in new zealand versus others i don't know um i i think it's has to do more with the 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 timing thing is probably a bigger deal yeah. I, I think as I've a, been, as, a yeah. as an article it seems kind of weird anyway Because it's like, oh, spending is down on this one day in particular that only has significance because of America. Whereas people are like, I also don't need to shop on this day because most things – everybody is also trained at this point to know every deal that you had on Friday is going to repeat on Monday. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Or every deal on Friday. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. Every deal on Friday runs from Friday through Sunday. Right, unless it's limited, unless they say explicitly it's limited to a certain Friday, amount of time. Yeah. So then, by the time Sunday comes along, I can see what the Monday deal is, and then choose the better option, and then make my decision. Like, give me, give me an actual range, give me some useful data. Y- your journalists in New Zealand are as dumb as your money. <laughs> <sighs> so, hey yeah. man, look, look. Sometimes you just gotta call it as I see. It. You know, I just, uh, I gotta, gotta keep it real. Gotta keep it hundred.
1: Yeah. Hard all truths. Right, well Hard well truths. yeah, look, I think that's uh and again, it's summertime here. So a lot of things are our Christmas is gonna be on the beach camping, not huddled right. up in a house looking through crap. So yeah. All right. Well um yeah, that was it. That's all I got.
0: All right. Well you wanted to let's jump over to some media therapy. Um yeah. you wanted to you still haven't seen the holdovers, have you? I've not
1: seen the holdovers. It's not all accessible right. to me here. As soon as I do i will watch it and we will we will talk about it we probably right. have about maybe two episodes of this podcast left before i gotta start packing stuff up mm. and then we'll we'll take a couple of weeks off before um i'm officially in another city where our time zones are actually a little bit more aligned which would be fun it's very exciting exciting times yeah exciting so times you feeling um, good feeling good about the uh, the move man i hate moving mm. really do like moving Let alone again, moving cause across it, cause you the feel- planet you feel guilty for owning stuff, right? Like nobody wants to own stuff that sits in a box that you never see, right? I think most people want to, hoarders. unless you're a hoarder. Unless you're a hoarder, <laughs> don't discount the hoarders. You you want to just buy. You want to buy the things that you need and the things that make you happy. But when you move, you're just like, man, I, I like none of this stuff makes me happy when I'm moving because it's all crap. I gotta do do something with. And you end up selling stuff for way cheaper than you want to because you're like, I'm not really using this thing. I don't want to bring it to another country or another city or another house. And so you get you get rid of a lot of things. And you always are like, hmm, should I, get, should I be getting rid of this? Should I keep it? And that decision for me, back and forth, it's, it's just like, oh, I hate having to do this. I, I enjoy having the stuff that I buy and not having to move around all the time just because I've done it for most of my adult life other than the last decade here, right? This is the longest I've ever lived in place as an adult. Um, so yeah, look, it's good because you get rid of a lot of stuff that you're not using, but when you hit that point where you go, okay, I got rid of all the stuff I'm not using. Now, what do I do with the stuff that I would really like to keep, but I don't necessarily want to bring it to a new place. And I think that's why a lot of people just don't move where they are, right? Like you get comfortable and you're like, man, the thought of moving is real daunting. I'm good. I can stay where I am.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm assuming
1: that's why that. you still live where you live and how you live. Cause you're like, why change it? I could, but why? Yeah.
0: Things are good, exactly.
1: So yeah. So anyway, I can, we'll, rel- we'll I can relate fine. to having
0: things just like kind of you know metaphorically in a box. There's a lot of stuff in my closets, and I'm like, why is this there? Yeah, yeah. Just and look, like, you should. If, what if you I, should I just came in one day and my closets, yeah. Right, exactly. If my closets are just empty and I walked in, I'm like, oh my god, where would all my shit go? I'd be like, thank god. <laughs> <So I'm laughs> yeah, yeah you should.
1: Yeah, yeah. You should actively, actively try and uh, get rid of stuff if you can before you know, and especially as you get older, because the last thing you want is kids or family members having to go through all your old, you know. 1985 magazines that you kept yeah well you want to talk about these game awards nominees right I did because so we talked that's about that last be next episode week. in the mm-hmm. the the game awards is next week mm-hmm. um, so is there anything that shocked you in this in the nominees anything that you were like wow that's interesting or was it all pretty standard like yeah these are the best games of the year I need to like this category
0: this fucking there's a lot of categories sucks. there's a lot of I random can't even, categories to well. shit. just give me yes. a list yeah, what it's
1: like very interactive, fuck? and you just want to see a list. And I'm sure you can Holy find one if you shit. click on the non TheGameAwards.com <laughs> thing. Yeah, right? I'm gonna do that right now. I'm just gonna go to. Yeah, uh, goddamn. All right, let's go. To let's as go you're to looking variety. for this. There's a couple of categories that I find oh. funny, though. Right? Yeah. There's okay, some silly stuff in here. There's some mm-hmm. real silly categories that I'm like, man. Imagine the imagine like the the Emmys or the Oscars having some really random categories like best influencer. <laughs> yeah, which is what some it's... of these categories are like kind of akin to, which is funny mm-hmm. versus just like, let's just go through the content. Some of this is like, right? It's like looking over the entire game ecosphere, which includes eSports, which includes content creation, which includes like like what's coming up? What's the most anticipated thing coming? It's like really random categories, which is kind of funny to look at. Yeah, so working from the bottom up, things I cannot talk
0: about. Esports event, esport coach, which is hilarious because apparently <laughs> one of the guys who was nominated is not actually a coach, which is insane, which just, <laughs> just shows the people, the people voting on these, by the way, it's a really strange, interesting, like, group of people, but whatever. If, I mean, I, I actually listened, actively listened to a few of those guys, but it's, it's right. interesting because I think they fall into very specific camps. So most of the list is not interesting, but it also are, these aren't the people who I equate with any of these things. So, right. my yeah, guess yeah. is if you have this you know, this this pool of people voting on things or nominating things and that's already not huge, then you've carved out a certain subset that's nominating these things, which is also which is even smaller than that, which makes it a little yeah, yeah. interesting.
1: I, mean, I just find the idea of an esports coach kind of funny. Like it's yeah, just um, it's one of those things where you're like, sure, there could be a coach. There's a there's a show that I watched that was like a mockumentary show that was talking about esports i forget the name of it but it's like it's like making kind of fun of this where it's like it's a dude who's like in his 30s and he was like known as this star dude and there's this young guy coming up so it's like it's not it's not real it's like office style in a way um like like the office style um and yeah like the dude who's a coach it's just real funny because it's like kind of going over strategy but then they also just don't listen to him because it's like it's we're playing the video game so yeah, it's it's interesting that like yeah, I'm looking at the nominations for this for coach, and I'm like, yeah, this is exactly what I expect all these coaches to look like. You get the, you know, you get the stereotypical, you know, woman that they probably plug in here just because it's like, oh, just plug her in there. So that way we can show that we've got equality. And then it's a bunch of white dudes. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, okay, that's what I'd expect. Yeah. So they have um yeah, okay. So
0: basically esport event, esport coach, esport team, esport athlete, esport game, content creator of the year. These are all the con- I I have zero. Comment on any of these things. I just yeah. don't care. I don't know about them. Uh, so let's work our way from the bottom up, based on this list provided by uh, that I'm going now on Gamespot.com. Most anticipated game. This is a weird category. Yes, very. It's, weird. A, it's always it's always a weird category. It's a strange category because you're basically awarding a game. You're literally giving a statue to these people before anybody has a chance to play the game. It's for a and trailer, unfortunately, basically. and they're but always an going to be sequels. or trailer. Yeah, and they're always going to be sequels. Now, some of these games people have played, like there has been hands-on time with. Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth, and there has been hands-on time with. I mean, Tekken Eight has been in open beta sure. for a, for a little while now, people are loving it. And uh, Infinite Wealth, uh, Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth, actually has a demo included in Like a Dragon: Guide and Colon, the Man Who Erased His Name, as we talked about last episode. <laughs> Great game, perfect title, no notes. Um, But the otherwise, like Star Wars Outlaws, just a trailer. Hades two, only an announcement trailer.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not even a gameplay. Just like literally, just like, hey, we're doing, we're working on this thing, and everyone's like, yeah, that's it, and there you go, nominated. So it's really interesting.
0: Uh, So that's it's such a bizarre category. And obviously, it won't win, but the most anticipated game is, and I think you're with me on this, is Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. Obviously, sure. that's the most anticipated game. Yeah, obviously. I can't yeah. even believe that's on the list. Uh, <laughs> but there's also, no one really knows, 2024, the lineup is kind of, it's a lot of unknowns. Like, who knows yeah. if Hades 2 is even going to come out next year? Probably open beta. Final
1: Fantasy seven, Like a Dragon. Tekken eight are all Q first quarter. I'm trying to think. There was a game trailer that came out that I saw that would be my most anticipated game. I don't even remember what it's called. <laughs> that, that's how it was it's like good start. it had a real what's that? Good start. Yeah, yeah. It it had a real stylistic looking thing to it. Like it was real stylistic in how it looked, and it was like real kind of futuristic kind of like green and, and oranges and that type of look, but I have no idea what the name of the game is called. I don't remember. <laughs> so mm. it's, it's, I'll see if I can find it as we're talking about this. Because I was like, oh, this just looks cool stylistically. That would be my game of the year, my anticipated game of the year, but I can't tell you what it's called. So there you go. That's how much I'm I'll anticipating say, it. You know, it just popped up on my list for most anticipated of the year, and I
0: do not they don't even have a release date for it. A game called Cookie Cutter, which was just announced last week. It's like a Metroidvania game, and the art style is incredible looking. Hmm. You gotta see. So there you go. You gotta you gotta look up this game. I'm gonna send you a link because you're gonna you're gonna be blown away by it. It's uh, this thing looks badass. All right, cool. So let's go to the next one. Um, so of this list, do you think do you have a uh, do you have a choice most anticipated? H- Hades, Hades 2. 2 probably. List, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Okay. Best multiplayer. Again, not really equipped for this. I can't believe Super Mario Brothers Wonder is on this list. But is that a multiplayer whatever. game? Yeah, you can play a local local co op or online co op. Yep very good played through it it's fine I think uh I think Baldur's Gate 3 is gonna win every category it's nominated for but we'll see um it's not explicitly something that I would think is a multiplayer game but it most definitely is and I think that's what helped keep it have legs
1: because you have streamers playing together and yeah yeah. got a problem because I played Diablo for the beta with a bunch of friends who were like oh you gotta play this game and none of us bought it and some of these yep. guys work at blizzard <laughs> so, so they didn't have to buy it so it's just like it's like <laughs> Makes yeah, it's fine but you know i think it was more just like oh it's out and then everyone's like yeah there's other stuff to play yeah i mean this is
0: a year of that right um uh, uh, best sports racing game ea sports fc24 that's the new fifa yeah f123 forza motor bunch of racing
1: games which is interesting to see that how the basketball yeah. hockey in football games don't even make this list anymore because you gotta, got die diehard people that buy them but they're not going to be ever nominated for for best sports game until they do something so novel
0: <laughs> so this is an interesting part of this these lists right is if you have to look at the jury at the voting jury right who's yeah. putting up these lists what do they play also nba gameplay is great but it is plagued by awful monetization um practices Absolutely. that have and caused gamers people to hate, hate the, the game But the people who review the games don't like it, even though people keep buying it. Same thing that happens with, uh, you know, Call of Duty is the best. Is going to be the best selling game of the year. There's no nominations. Harry Potter is one of is the best selling game of the year. Probably going to be number two after Call of Duty now. But that also has zero nominations, and that reviewed very well, except for that one guy who's like, oh, it's a one because fuck you. It's
1: like, all right, great. but that game's. But, but again, awesome. though, there's a lot of that stuff that's right. It's 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 similar and that's more in movies that way, thing. where it is political. But also, there are some fan favorites here as well. Like it's interesting. It's an interesting yeah. cross between like how movies and television shows get nominated. Where a lot of it's like, hey, you know, Infinity War and Endgame, two of the highest rated movies, are, you know, highest reviewed movies as well. Right, critics say hey, these movies are awesome. The fans, movies are awesome. It's bringing everything together. Neither of those were nominated. Oh, that's not true. One of them might have been nominated for Best Picture, um, but again, they just don't get awards. Like they're not they're They make a ton of money, but they don't get awards really, unless it's maybe visual effects. Maybe, and even those two movies didn't win for visual effects, right? There's other. But stuff these guys played.
0: voting, most of them, I'd argue, are not playing sports games. They're not sure. playing racing games. Not doing any of that yeah. stuff. So, Absolutely. Um. Anyway, for this one, um, uh, I'd probably say Forza or maybe even Hot Wheels. People like Hot, sure. Hot Wheels. Although I hear the crew is very good, I mean these are all good games. I, I would, I would like to see, believe it or not, I'd like to see FC win it, so that EA gets more. The more successful FC is without the FIFA branding, the better, because FIFA is a terrible organization <laughs> that really yeah. needs to be put in check. And yeah. uh, this is a this is a, only a good thing. Um, And I think if anybody can challenge FIFA, not just in games, not just because of the game front, but more of like a globally recognized brand, if EA could build that brand up and actually challenge FIFA in a live Mm. soccer slash football arena, I think that would be very interesting to see. So that's kind of why
1: I'm rooting for that game, more for a political standpoint. I think
0: the name of the game I'm
1: thinking of, I think it's called Marathon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Bungie Extraction Shooter yeah mm-hmm. yeah so that to me i was like this looks awesome and it's yeah. bungee right that's got to be fun of uh, that would be my most anticipated game of the year plus there's the that, one with there's Idris Elba until 2025 okay that was so it idris not, elba's yeah. in
0: cyberpunk the new expansion that came out that's yeah and out i was already. like
1: that's cool it's idris elba doing stuff as a cg character that's, that's very free. good so yeah anyway it's like those are and again those are not on the list because who knows how that how that is even decided of what's anticipated game like what counts so. Well, Marathon, yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: Marathon just got delayed and Bungie is kind of in some hot water. So I think any excitement for Bungie games is now because they just cut like 25% of their workforce. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. But anyway, that'll come up later. Best sim strategy game. This is also this is a really weird genre because the simulation and strategy games are very different. It's yes. kind of bizarre to throw in a category like this and tells you what people are playing and where and how they're making decisions because it's really bizarre. So hey, it look, is. Some evan- of these
1: games, like they're C- not C- bad. City Skyline 2, just released a couple weeks ago. Right, but it's also apparently broken. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that as well, where people are like, this game is broken. Like there's things that you yeah. cannot do that are like vital to and again, people who play City Sims are di- like you like it's a very specific crowd it's not just casual people that pick it up and play it like these guys spend thousands and thousands of hours building the perfect cities oh, yeah. so it's already a group of people that's like i i like playing them but then i'm like okay i don't have the time to read document sheets on how to most efficiently gain money with my municipal building like i'm not doing that <laughs>
0: yeah that's uh that's a little too much definitely yeah. too much for me as well used to be all about the simulation and strategy games back in the day when I uh you know when I when I didn't buy games on my own and had to play with what I got. Yeah, so
1: that's yeah, when yeah, I played the, the game most, with the most content.
0: <laughs> yeah that's when I played a shit ton of roller coaster tycoon, age of empires, yeah. uh Sim City, those kind of games. Loved them. Now yeah. who has the time? Yeah. So yeah, these are Advanced Wars one and two reboot, which are you know that's great game. Remake yep. by way forward. They did a good job. City Skylines two, as we mentioned. Company of Heroes three, Fire Emblem Engage, and Pikmin four. There are like that's a, such a weird list. It you know, is because like it's very weird. It's weird to put City Skylines against every other game there because the yeah. genre is so interesting, but it's like so different. But like, why is it mostly Nintendo games? Where are the other PC strategy games?
1: There's yeah, so many. There's a strategy- lot of strategy games that get released a lot. Yeah.
0: Like, not take anything away from these. Pikmin 4
1: is apparently incredible. Right. And Fire I mean, Emblem Gage yeah, was It's almost like it good. needs a different category. Like, Sim needs a category and Strategy needs a category. Agreed. Almost. Yeah, totally. Exactly.
0: Moving on. I think uh, this one, though, I'd say Pikmin 4 will probably win. Sure. Okay. If I had to guess, people love it. I'd say that. Um, maybe Company of Heroes 3. Yeah, okay. That's That would be my second guess. Otherwise, these others are just completely outclassed. And City Skylines is broken, as we mentioned. So yeah. if that wins, it doesn't make sense. And people are just voting because by name, by brand power. Sure. Uh, best family game. This is typically the uh, the Nintendo category. We got Disney yes, Illusion absolutely. Island, Party Animals, Pikmin 4, Sonic Superstars, and Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Mario, uh, I mean, Wonder. It's going to win this. It's not even close.
1: Yeah. yeah like Mario's going to win a ton of these awards this year, right? Yeah. Totally.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Maybe. That that one's a lock. That's a lock. Best fighting game, God of Rock. Yeah, it's Don't interesting. What, what the is. hell's God of Rock? <laughs> I have that? no idea. Mortal Kombat One, Nickelodeon All Star Brawl Two, Pocket Bravery, Street Fighter Six. This is um, it's it's either Mortal Kombat. It's Street Fighter Six. I think Street Fighter Six is
1: going to win. This That's game. interesting because I would argue I I personally saw more advertising and more things about Mortal Kombat One. Sure. Just because it was sort of, it's, you know, there's actually a story that apparently is like, it's kind of rebooting the whole thing, which is interesting of like all the games that have come before it and trying to make Liu Kang into this more, because he was always kind of a central character. But again, in Mortal Kombat had the movie, that's the sequel's coming out soon. And so there's a lot around Mortal Kombat, but I also know how popular when we were at the Capcom store, like Street Fighter's a really popular game. So you're probably right. I think it's between those two, if I had to guess. Here's why it's going to be Street Combat
0: Six, Street Fighter Six. Right. I mashed them together. <laughs> Street there. Combat Street six. Combat Six, mash them up. Street Combat, six, Street Combat One Six Sixteen. Um, Mortal Kombat One, very good, well received. I think as a baseline fighter, like when it comes to actually quality fighting games, Mortal Kombat's got a lot better, but it doesn't. It's outclassed by Street Fighter. And the other thing that Mortal Kombat did is they kind of screwed themselves on the back end. Of at least leaving good taste in their mouths because mm. of all the microtransactions they added, like charging sure. for fatalities and nickel-diming yeah. people. Like they kind of shoehorned an economy in there that wasn't there when the game came out.
1: Right. Whereas so Street Fighter Six
0: continues to just be this kick-ass yeah.
1: game. Okay, got a rock. Just to explain what this is, I'm I watching looked it up. This. It looks awesome. <laughs> it's it's basically like a rhythm game as a fighting game, which yep. is actually really cool. So it's like it's like Guitar Hero but you're in a fighting game. So like you have to yeah. hit the buttons at the same time and sort of go along. That's actually really clever. Um yeah, it's cool. Okay. <laughs> Mixed reviews on Steam though. So yeah. I'm not sure how many people actually yeah, love it. I, I mean I also... some of some of the like it looks a little funky when you're watching it because it's very clearly just you're playing a rhythm game against somebody else. Because like I'm watching the actual fight and you're like this doesn't make any sense. So it's yeah. it's kind of you're mashing up two genres in a way that probably Probably maybe is a little ham fisted at times, which is my assumption. So
0: yeah, it's a it's a weird game to see that. Yeah. here. Huh, um, interesting. Yeah, here we go. Now we're time to now we're getting into the meat of it. Best RPG,
1: Baldur's Gate a, three. I'm like that's a, that's a big category of really like RPGs are. are Baldur's staples. Gate
0: three, Final yeah. Fantasy sixteen, Lies of P, Sea of
1: Stars, Starfield. I know what your choice uh, is. Personal choice? Yes. What is it? It's between Final Fantasy and Lies of P, and I'm gonna go with Lies of P. That's my guess. Yeah.
0: Lies of P is easily my favorite yeah. of this list. But I didn't play Boulders Gate 3 and I didn't play Super right. Stars. Um Boulders Gate 3 is gonna win it. It's not even close. Um, it's funny that this is the only thing that Starfield is uh is nominated, nominated for. for. And it won't win it at all. <laughs> but yeah, it's not gonna win. I I got you know it, as an RPG, I'd argue that. It has more of a right to be here than both Final Fantasy 16 and Lies of P as an RPG. Um, sea of Stars RPG, Baldur's Gate, yeah, 3 it looks RPG, like RPG. Starfield RPG. Final Fantasy 16 as an RPG is not great. <laughs> you know, it is a it is a great game. I loved it. Don't get me wrong, but it is not. It, it like doesn't give you much choice. You always, it's always easy to have the best thing equipped. There's never any decision on cho- choosing, you know, this new thing versus the old thing. Cause there's never any like trade off of stats. You always have a linear progression of having the best thing. You know, there's some minor choices and powers, but honestly you choose one and you're fine for the rest of the mm. game. Like it's so it's, it honestly is more of an action game, but that's fine. It, it, I'm happy to see it somewhere on the list because it's not really in many other places, which is kind of surprising. Right. But Liza P, a lot more choices in how you do builds. So fair. I can see that argument, but it's explicitly, it's definitely an action game. Um, but th- that's just how I think about it. But the lines are so blurred as what's an RPG now. Baldur's
1: yeah, Gate 3 yeah. is going to win. It's and, not even and, close. and I think some of that is just looking at the action. Like there's not any games in that category that are in the action adventure category. So some of that is just spreading out some of this, right? Because it's supposed to be a celebration of games this year, guess, even if you just get I, nominated, right? Like, it's like, if you just nominate the same games over and over again for every single category. Then but there's it's like, also well, a brand, yeah. yes, brand
0: association. There's a brand association where people people would think um, Final Fantasy, I think, RPG, right? right. I liked it. Yep. It's an RPG because it's Final Fantasy, even though, well, it's kind of, you know. Yeah, kind of Can you make the yeah. argument? Sure. It doesn't matter. No, because it's not going to win. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's nominated, right? Which is, which for a lot of things is is good enough. Yeah, and I'm happy to see Liza P nominated somewhere. Yeah, it because I think this is the only one for that as well. Eh, Maybe it's in the story. Well, we'll find out. Yeah, best action adventure game, which is interesting for me as you read through the categories. Go through it, read Yeah, Alan Wake Two, Spider Man Two, Resident Evil Four, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. This is man, talk about
1: originality in games being kind of (laughs) dead yeah i'm look and i'm inclined you can tell me if i'm wrong here that yeah I, i don't know how legend of zelda how tears of the kingdom has been whether it's holding up the way breath of the wild did but i'd argue anything that that game is nominated for is probably going to win am i wrong in thinking that
0: um theoretically yes but it came out early summer right i think it came out in like may yeah. And Alan Wake 2 has recency bias, which will help. And so does Spider-Man 2. I think that it's between Alan Wake 2 and Zelda. Um, To me, I haven't played Alan Wake 2. Like I was about to start it today, but I have not gotten to it yet. I did buy it. I didn't uh, didn't start it, but right. I think, yeah, it, Zelda theoretically is the best one on the list,
1: but. Because like people Way like 2, the Spider-Man yeah. game, but the Spider-Man game also has issues with it. Like, you know, just seeing like, yeah. I, and again, it's hard with Zelda because you always kind of see the, and Zelda kind of built, they built a whole crafting system into that. There's so many things that they built into it. And like you said, it's recency bias. Like that was six months ago. A lot of this stuff is two months ago. So it makes a yeah, big Spider-Man difference. Spider-Man two Yeah, Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 2 is very good, but it's
0: more Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. Alan Wake like, 2 apparently before. does a lot of very unique things. That is this game looks you know, cool, playing by with mixed I, I media. Like yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. People love it. It's a, yeah. it's a darling. Um, Resident Evil Four, hear amazing things. We'll talk about that again later. I loved Jedi Survivor. I didn't have the problems that a lot of people did. Fortunately, um, but that's not reflective of everybody. I don't think that stands a chance. But similar to Liza P in the last round, I'm happy to see it somewhere and get some recognition because that game is really excellent. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think I think Zelda will edge it out because I don't know if it can beat Baldur's Gate uh, based in other categories. And I think most people will default on Zelda here. Uh, yeah, but we'll see. Also, Alan Wake, if you're talking action adventure, and this is where categories get weird, Alan Wake 2 and Resident Evil to an extent is a, um their survival horror games. Hmm. Like, yep. it's weird again, that it's you would throw uh, them in the same category. Like, it's funny, because if you looked at Resident Evil 4 and Alan Wake 2 side by side with Spider-Man 2 or Zelda, you'd be like, wait, these two, these are competing against each other. <laughs> they are the moon <laughs> compared to each other. Yeah. It's insane. So I, I do wonder how that's going to shake out. But yeah, it's going to be between Zelda and Alan Wake 2. I'll, I'll say Zelda, though. What do you think? That's my guess. Zelda as well. All right, here we go. Best action game armored core F- armor core six fires of rubicon awesome title dead island 2 which is insane that that's there. <laughs> ghost runner 2 hi-fi rush remnant 2 the,
1: the funny thing is i've only heard about one of these games which is hi-fi rush because you said something about it mm-hmm. I, again in dead island i'm like well that's a cool looking piece of art that you've created like makes me want to play the game. It's a it's a guy. He's got a sword and he's on a floating device in a pool. That looks fun. But yeah, I've not heard of these other games. I have no We're idea what these all. other games are. I think Armored Core Six is going to win this category. Um, yeah. this
0: is the because I mean, this, this is mech. made by yeah, but it's the guys <laughs> who made um the like Dark Souls and Elden Ring. People love this game. Oh, is it, is it's this the like the only that style thing. Of game but 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 you're mech no, because it's okay. back, Armored Core. It's the sixth game in the series, so it's a, it's more action based, and it's a lot of mech customization. Like it's. I mean, this game mech, looks fun. You're flying games, around as a mech. I want to play yeah. this game. This game looks yeah, awesome. People, <laughs> if it looks like something you want to play, then yeah, it's going to be awesome. But uh, yeah. I, I'm curious. I haven't checked it out yet. But um, Ghost Runner Two is on my list of things to play, and I hear that's amazing. But I just think Armored Core has the uh, has the fanfare. Dead Island yeah, Two doesn't stand a awesome. chance. I'm watching
1: the trailer, I want to play this now. And I got to go to my list because I feel like
0: there was some stuff that I'm like, how is this not in there? But I guess I guess it makes sense. It's not a bad list. It was just weird to see. I was surprised. I'm surprised like. um, Like Bayonetta Origins didn't get nominated or something like that. I, you know, but whatever. What are you going to do? Can't nominate everything. Uh, Yeah, for this one, though, I'm thinking Armored Core 6. I don't know if you have an opinion on this one. I don't know. Best VR AR game, AKA the category uh, we were robbed out of. (laughs) (laughs) Eh. Justice for pixel rip 1978. Gran Turismo seven humanity horizon called the mountain. People did not like this game. I'm surprised it was even nominated. I think it was just like, well, we got to nominate something. Resident Evil village VR mode, (laughs) a mode (laughs) synapse. This is probably, this is either going to go to Gran Turismo seven I don't see how it doesn't go to Gran Turismo 7. It's got to. Yeah. All right.
1: Uh, Best mobile game. I don't really have an opinion on these. I haven't played any of these. Yeah, which is interesting. The only one I've heard of is, and again, some of these are some gotcha games. Honkai Star Rail, I think, is the one that will probably win, just because that's the one that apparently is everywhere. I agree, um, and
0: people genuinely love it as an RPG.
1: Yeah, it's, so, a, it's a good
0: game. So yeah, there you go. Just to read the nominees, Final Fantasy VII, Ever Crisis, Honkai Star Rail, Hello Kitty Island Adventure, Monster Hunter now, Terra Nil. Don't Terra Nil's is interesting because it's a
1: Netflix game. And Devolver. Um, yeah, which is, again, it looks cool. It's a, well, it's a city builder. beer drinking through a stream, but I have no idea what the game's about, but yeah. it uh, looks like a city builder. Yeah, there you go. So. Hmm. Why is, that not, why is that not in the simulation category? Who knows? All right. <laughs> Great
0: question. Don't know.
1: Uh, best debut indie game. These, oh, God. We're going to talk Which is about interesting because one of these games I found out is by a Kiwi developer. I believe okay. Dredge. So we got Kiwi, Cocoon. It, so I saw stuff people being like, vote for the Kiwi game because Kiwis don't win awards. So. <laughs> in video games? games, at least. We win awards and everything else, but not in video games. Yeah. So uh, let's see here. Are yeah, they, Black Salt uh, Games is the name oh, cool. of the company, I believe. I believe they're Good in, they in Christchurch. I think they may be in Christchurch. Yeah.
0: So we got Cocoon, Dredge, Pizza Tower, Venba, Viewfinder. Now the funny thing about this is that this this is where like we get into a big argument about what's what's indie and what's not. I just right, I'm yeah. always like kind of weird that you have all three of these games have publishers. <laughs> so it's like is that an actual indie game whatever man it's it's dumb but cocoon is probably i I haven't played the only one of these games i've played is cocoon but i would still bet that that wins
1: yeah and again i'm just looking at dredge now i should i I mean i might play this game if it's on sale it looks like a lot of fun there's a little bit of sort of building a boat and some of that stuff it's cool you love dredging things from water sure why not
0: Best, but then the next category, best independent game.
1: <laughs> now <laughs> li- this you're like, literally okay.
0: writing independent and right. every one of these games, except for Sea of Stars has a publisher. Cocoon, yeah, so. Dave the Diver, Dredge, Sea of Stars, Viewfinder. Now the fun thing about Mint Rocket, because this does not list a, a publisher for that. Mint Rocket is a subbrand of Nexon. Which is an okay, enormous yep. company, Yeah, because I'd say Nexon makes the game I'm playing. <laughs> so yeah. So that goes to tell you so this is where there's been like the most amount of uh, like controversy. Yes, exactly. Because yeah. their revenue is two hundred seventy four billion. They make like two point seven yeah, billion dollars. Nexon a year. is giant company. They're huge. Yeah, huge. <laughs> and yet they're nominated for best independent game for Dave the Diver just because it looks right. like a pixel art game. Yeah,
2: it absolutely. is a pixel art. It, lo- game.
0: it looks like it's an so, indie game. <laughs> so, right? Exactly. It looks like what we think, or is an a independent pixel- game is. rather. Yeah. So that's why the question is like, what the hell are we talking about? Yeah. Because if if EA released a Pixel art game? Does that mean it's an ind- and, it's an independent game? It's, yeah, it's it just insane. created under so, yeah. a
1: different name, right? You just gave it a name of whatever down the street games, and you'd be like, "Oh, that's independent," yeah. but it's it's might you know Anaperna, yeah.
0: Annapurna publishes indie style games, but if you're going to say it like that, but they're also pretty large, so it's right. Thunderful. They've been delivering hit after hit, so that's why the winner will probably be honestly, it might even go to Dave the Diver uh, because so many people loved it. Um, yep. I think anybody has a chance here. I hope Sea of Stars
1: wins it just because I was gonna it's the say only, I it's the only independent
0: okay, yeah. game on this list.
1: Yep, I would say that's where you get that vote. And then the next category is when you give it to Cocoon or, or Dredge if you really like the game. But, you know, Sea of Stars yeah. will get independent game. I agree. Totally. Um, all right. So then best community support which is hilarious as a category as well of like this is insane yeah it's it's like yeah the people that respond to like you know the social media team needs an award this is where it's like it's not so much about the games themselves it's about the entire community that makes the game possible so if there's a problem who's writing social media things or on a discord I, responding to people right it's like that stuff that like that's what this category is i like this category where it's earned Sure. Gate 3
0: that game was an early access for so long and then they delivered on a great game but that was a game that was actually live as they were responding to it and it was always good and therefore mm-hmm. that well at least relatively because they never said it was out and done versus cyberpunk 2077 which released and it was pretty broken right and then they spent two years fixing it to get it to the point now where it's excellent and i liked it when i played it last year um but that's Doesn't not Des- a live
1: destiny 2 like dead like no, I keep seeing that people alive, are like this game is a but, mess because of reasons. But
0: ex- yeah, exactly. It's like not doing as well as it was. They fired twenty five percent of their staff. Like yeah. this is kind of a gross <laughs> a
1: gross nominee in this category. So you, you can so, so can win. And then you're just like, well they laid me off, so I can't even go accept this award that apparently I earned <laughs> yeah. for being so good at my job. <laughs> yeah, the guy the guy who uh, needed to cut the to cut them all off, he's
0: going to go accept it. Yeah, She's exactly. Like, oh, we you know, have about a guys. great community. <laughs> yeah. Final Fantasy 14, I hear nothing but good things about that. No Man's Sky as well, same thing. I I'd say this is probably going to go to Final but, Fantasy XIV. But, but No Man's Sky was
1: another part. game that was kind of release not in the greatest of shape and they've spent the last so many years making it something really good right that's another game that is sort of it, released it content over time yeah
0: but it's been since um i think it was beyond no man's sky they but the thing is like they i think a lot of what they promised was overinflated exactly so yeah, the yeah, game like, never you go released to 40 million
1: planets and you're there and you're like wait a minute it's the same planet over and over it was like that type of stuff if i remember yeah me,
0: like the I game think. was never broken it was yeah. just, I think people had different just expectations for what it was going to be. Yeah. And now, yeah. Okay, Next. Next was what they released in, holy shit. They've done so many. They're, they've done yeah, so many they released many a lot of content. This releases. game,
1: they, they've, you know. They've, they've earned it, though. I they think they've, they've earned, earned it,
0: yeah. this since Next, whenever the hell this was released. So this was in 2018. So for... Th- five years they're still supporting this game like hell yeah, yeah give them pretty a- good cyberpunk yeah. is different because you literally just got it to the point this year where now where they yeah. redid all these different systems as well they released an expansion pack
1: and like the best way to play it start over from the beginning well it's, bas- <laughs> it's basically like a, it was basically like a kickstarter it's like we'll take your money now and yeah, yeah over the yeah. next two years we'll give you a game eventually that that works but you're giving us the money to keep the game going to keep us developing yeah. it right so yeah, I don't I don't think
0: Baldur's Gate 3 should win this. I think Final Fantasy 7 or will probably yeah. win it, but But it, Baldur's it, Gate it probably will win knows. it if
1: it's that popular a game, right?
0: <laughs> Best ongoing game um the nominees are Apex, Cyberpunk, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, Genshin Impact. Uh, it's weird that Cyberpunk is on this list too. It's not yep. an ongoing game they <laughs> literally said they're going to do the one update and that's it. And that's again, they done. just did like a make good. Why would you reward somebody for a make good? Yeah. There's no way that's going to win. It can't. I'd say
1: ish. Yeah. I I mean I Genshin no Impact idea. is really really popular as well. That would be my sure. guess, but again, I don't play any of these games. So my guess would be Genshin Impact voting? just because it's yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, I have no idea.
1: Fortnite and they I feel also like laid off a bunch of people. To, yeah, I feel like people don't want to reward Fortnite and genshin impact maybe it's still like oh well this is actually fun like i hear the same thing where it's like yeah this is a this is kind of started as a mobile game but it's now on every system and it's a lot of it's a lot of gotcha games as you know gaming things as well but apparently this game is really popular yeah so i'd say it's going to be
0: between final fantasy 14 and genshin yeah so we'll see games for impact i don't really have any
1: comments on this one yeah like i guess it's just like for the pro social meaning or message which is interesting um the only game that i've known that i i even think i told you about was chance of Sonar, which yep. i want to play but i haven't i haven't bought it yet I'm, I'm looking i'll look today and see if it's on sale <laughs> yeah people people really like that um but i think that so i think
0: it's a possibility that that wins but there's a lot of these games that people really like so yeah it could it could be any of these i mean the games are a space for the unbound chance of sonar, goodbye volcano High. Chia, Terra Nil, which is one we talked about before, and Venba. Yep. I hear a lot about Venba. Could be that. Could be Chance of Sonar. Who knows? I have, I have no idea. I'm too dumb to even guess on this one. <laughs> uh, Goodbye Volcano High is like the dino furry game. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Innovations and accessibility. Which is
1: uh, another interesting category of like... Like, I like this basically, which is cool, right? Like it's, and I said, this is the stuff that's like you actually make a game with accessibility in mind, whether I'm assuming Absolutely. it's stuff like colorblindness or mm-hmm. easier controls for people who, you know, who aren't completely limb-abled with ever, you know, to be able to play games the way that, you know, most people can. So it's interesting. Yeah. It's an interesting category of like, how do you use new technology to make games more accessible? So it's it's cool to see some of the games on this list, to be honest. I'm like, oh, who would have known that Diablo 4? Had, yeah. had this type of you know had this type of thought into it when they released the game. Yeah, so they're Diablo Four, Ford's Motorsport, Hi-Fi Rush, Marvel Spider-Man Two,
0: Motor, Mortal Kombat One, Street Fighter Six. I think Spider-Man Two is going to win it. Mar- sure. Sony is so good with their accessibility options. Yeah. like just take one look at The Last of Us and how they did that. Yeah. It is yeah, yeah. crazy. So I think they got it in the bag.
1: Yep, cool. Best. Performance. Yeah, this is where we start getting weird, where you start talking about like Love adaptation it. for things and like, like you know, how do we get, how do we get uh, Idris Elba to show up to our watch show, you know, nominate him for something? It doesn't, it doesn't matter because
0: I know exactly who's going to win this thing. But here oh. are the here are the nominees: Ben Starr for Final Fantasy Sixteen, he was Clive; Cameron Monaghan for Star Wars Jedi Survivor, he played Star Wars; Idris Elba, <laughs> <laughs> Idris
1: no, he played Elba. the Survivor. He played this. Event.
0: Yeah. He played uh, Oh man. Why do I, I always forget his name? But anyway, that guy's awesome. He's awesome. But Idris Elba, cyberpunk, Mel- Melanie, Liberard, uh, sure. Alan Wake 2, Neil Newborn, Newbin, Baldur's Gate 3, Yuri Lowenthal, Spider-Man 2. Ben Starr is going to win this and it's not even, it's going to be a okay. landslide. All right. He's going to, yeah, it's like, this isn't even worth talking about because that dude is, has basically become the persona of Clive. Like, you go on his Twitter it's, and it's just it's hilarious. it's hilarious. He's just like yeah. embracing it. Like whenever they're like, oh, there's a new voice open. Like when Mario, they found out that uh, they're not going to be doing it. He just did himself auditioning for Mario as Clive, which is like this super yeah. intense it's, role. But it's, he, it's he, he just wanted the golden that's... joystick. And he's excellent, though. It's not even he, he really is. He was phenomenal. Like having we'll played. At, yeah. Most most of these. Yeah. Look, it's
1: an interesting thing of, like, going, like, obviously Idris Elba is a legitimate actor that you've seen all over, you know, seen everywhere, and he does some voice performance. He just kind of, like, Keanu Reeves, same thing in cyberpunk, right? But it's interesting how you see people who are, are like, they start off as voice actors, and they become that character. The funny thing is, I remember the dude from Titanfall 2, the the dude that plays Viper. I don't know if you remember this. Like, you're on top of this floating thing, and it's this mech he's got a really cool voice and this dude has like done the same thing he's like that character like it's like the most beloved character of that campaign of titanfall 2 and the dude like he does the voice he does cameos he's just he's like yeah i got a 12 year old son and they told me like i was really popular so i just decided i'm just gonna do this i'm gonna play video games and like they become the personality of that character which i actually think is really cool if you're a voice actor right it's how you can kind of get known and get more roles and things and sort of you don't have to necessarily be on television. You don't have to be an Idris Elba or a Keanu Reeves and sort of just go, oh, well, they'll pay me some money to come do some voiceovers for a day or two. Like, it's interesting. So, yeah, it's it's cool that they're actually recognizing the people who are part of the voices and, you know, the adaptations of making the game ecosphere more than what it is. So, yeah, never heard of the dude, yeah. but I'm sure he's great.
0: Yeah, he's going to be he's going to be awesome. He, he's going to he's going to be there. He's going to win it and he's going to give an awesome speech. Count on it. Count on it because he's a he's pretty damn funny. Funny guy. Uh, best audio design: Alan Wake 2, uh, Dead Space, Hi-Fi Rush, Spider-Man 2, Presentable 4. Hi-Fi Rush needs to win this category, <laughs> yeah.
2: Like, I mean, the name Hi-Fi
0: is in that, like, it's kind of I will be like so for that. Yeah. so disappointed if it doesn't win. Alan but, Wake 2 but, might edge it out, yeah. I was gonna say, the horror between games, those two,
1: the horror games, right, just like horror and film. Yeah, The audio is a big part of what makes a good horror game scary and, you know, and captivating and suspenseful. So it's a very good possibility that, that those games, because of how they play with audio, the creaks and the noises and that stuff, and that stuff has always been a big part of Resident Evil as well. Um, but
0: here's what, so Hi-Fi uh, Rush is, a, is like a character action game, you know, like a Devil May Cry style game. Yeah. But the twist is that you have to attack with the rhythm to get better combos okay yeah so it's a game that literally requires the audio <laughs> to do well it's like the only game on this list that has audio intrinsically tied to its game design hmm. and therefore that's why i think it, it deserves to win i agree with what you said about horror games which is why yeah. you have three horror games on this yeah, list exactly yeah yeah but again reason C. bias might give it to alan wake hell just because more people played it is also right. possible but i think hi Fire rush should I, I would like it to win something because it really is fantastic, but we'll see. Best score in music, Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Final Fantasy 16, hi Fire Rush, and Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I, I have no idea. I, I honestly think if I had to guess, I'd say Final Fantasy wins this.
1: Uh, that's interesting because Tears of the really Kingdom good. soundtrack is, is pretty amazing. Like It's good, but... It's good, but again, I've not, not played any of the other games. so yeah. Final
0: Fantasy soundtrack gets you pretty jacked up. But this this yeah. is the problem because... Games don't have it, it th- like the general problem with awards for games is that you can't play a game like you watch a movie and sure. most with you watch a movie, you're spending up to three hours tops, right? When you play sure. a game like you're going to play a game like Final Fantasy, that's like 50 hours of time. But Baldur's Gate is 100 hours. So like when like last year, right? I'm amazed that Xenoblade Chronicles was nominated for best game of the year. I'm very happy it was. So, you don't play Chronicles 3, but that game easily had the best soundtrack of the year. And it mm-hmm. wasn't nominated for best soundtrack, even, but not enough people played it because they probably didn't want to play a 100 hour game. So, the people that did voted for it for best category, but more people right. played other things to nominate other soundtracks. And I think it got screwed out of that because, you know, games like, um, what was that? Paradise Killer, when that came out, phenomenal soundtrack. Nobody played it. So, no one's going to know how great right. that soundtrack was. Yeah. So, for any of these, they're all fantastic, not gonna lie. But it's one of these things where people could do more legwork. This is where I'd almost want them to do more screeners like process where mm. people can put things in front of guys and say, Look, here's the soundtrack for our game. You don't even need to play it. Just listen to it, you know? Right. It would what, be pretty what cool.
1: What won last year? Just for just trying to best score uh good I'm, question. I'm gonna look it up. Okay. In Let me know. Music game awards. Yeah, yeah. You can keep reading the categories. I'll I'll come back to you with it. Twenty twenty two.
0: Uh, next up, uh, best art God direction. War Ragnarok
1: won last year.
0: Yeah, which was fine. It was good. It was good. But didn't, uh, you know, there was, no, uh, was no Xenoblade Chronicles. I'm just yeah. Oh, wait, it was nominated. Sorry, my my bad. I lied. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 was nominated. Two wasn't right, but, but when it, didn't it came win. out. Yeah, okay. Didn't win. People people don't know. People don't know. I'm still thinking about Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Had a thought yesterday. Xenoblade Chronicles 3? That's my Roman Empire. Just saying. <laughs> think about that shit all the time best art direction alan wake 2 hi-fi rush liza p super mario wonder tears of the kingdom uh i think this is between liza p and hi-fi rush if there's one sure. category liza p can win i think this is it it's weird that it's gonna be best art direction when it seems to be just a copy of bloodborne but whatever man they made a really cool version of pinocchio and it's awesome <laughs> hi-fi rush is very cool animated cel shaded you have any opinions on this one no, I will give credit to Mario Wonder though the way they've yeah the I way they animated. The art direction
1: Zelda, the art direction Zelda is really good as well. But again, totally. I've not played any. These are all worthy. Games. Yeah, don't get me yeah.
0: wrong. The Wonder stuff though, the little subtleties that they added to make Mario more cartoonish, like every time he goes through a uh, goes through a pipe, and he like grabs his hat behind him to pull it into the pipe. It's yeah, adorable. Cool.
1: Yeah,
0: it's great. Best narrative. We're coming to the end. By the way. Alan Wake two, Baldur's Gate three, Cyberpunk, Final Fantasy sixteen, Spider Man two. Uh, I don't have any. I, I'm kind of bummed. Liza P is not on this list. Hmm. I would put that. Spider Man two story was fine. I don't think it was as good as even baseline Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, or as good as, um, or as good as Liza P. Hell, I would put Liza P over Final Fantasy
1: sixteen as well. I, I thought. Mean, I mean, this yeah, this seems like Alan Wake and Baldur's Gate category
0: yeah i i Seems do like think there's to a chance that spider-man yeah. could win it mm. because i do think a lot of people resonated with it but i was like it was good yeah it was good yeah. you know it's fine i thought star wars had a better story than mm. spider-man like i think that should have been their fall order i loved that story yeah there's a lot of a lot of good stories hell zelda i've actually thought it a pretty good story yep yeah, despite yeah. it's not a cinematic but i thought the Oh man, the the way that that game
1: ends is insane. Really yeah, good. Yeah, I've still not beat it, which is on my list to do. I've gotten through a yeah, lot just, of it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that's a bit. Uh, it's it's a bit unusual, but whatever. Fair enough. I I disagree, but fair enough. I think then based on the category here, I think Alan Wake Two is going to win this one. Cool. Um, best adaptation. These are the shows I actually haven't seen. Any of these except yeah, which for the Super is Mario interesting, Brothers because I would say I probably have the most. Um... Yeah, Castlevania Nocturne, Gran Turismo, Last of Us, Sup- Super Mario Brothers movie, and Twisted Metal what do you
1: think it's funny because like i i've seen like i've not heard much about twisted metal like to me this is the last of us like the last of us mm-hmm. has this in the bag last of us is gonna personally. win yeah it's not it's good. gonna win yeah totally. right like the now again the super mario brothers movie very good right we we both watched it well thought it was pretty it's good. not a good movie but it's a no, good but it's but, fun whereas it's last good of is just it's a good all around right yeah last, the,
0: of, the, of, the last all
1: of us around, is a good great. you had people watching the show who had no idea it was a video game and didn't care right Gran Turismo, I again, I really liked it. I thought it was good. Um, again, I've not seen Castlevania. I watched the the first Castlevania Netflix one, which is pretty good. And again, Castlevania was it's a little dark as well because of the just because that's what Castlevania is. Um, and apparently, Twisted Metal. I think you told me it's pretty, people think, think it's good. So yeah, yeah, I yeah so I, But I think if the Last of Us loses this, I think it's a I think people will be very upset. <laughs> yeah, the only the only possible chance it loses is if Mario Brothers beats it. Yeah, I I just don't think it's yeah, like in Gran Turismo, not enough people saw it. So to me, it's the last of us. And it's pretty, it's pretty easy.
0: (laughs) Yep. All right. Last two categories, which are very strange. It feels like these are here because this is how movies do it. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They're they're like (laughs) mirrors of each other outside of the only reason they're not mirrors. And it's kind of funny, right? Because so basically the last two categories are game of the year and best game direction. And game game of the year has six. Game Direction has five. So it's <laughs> yeah. easy to see which one had the least votes based yes. on the fact that one is the odd man out. So the ca- yeah. So the options are Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Super Mario Wonder, and Tears of the Kingdom. The yeah. sixth one in Game of the Year is Resident Evil 4. So that
1: ain't winning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah, So that's not winning. That's, it, it's like, it, just be happy we put you here. <laughs> this list is so boring <laughs> I, just, I don't have a better way to say it I'm just I mean, like it's, it's all the games I'm, that have been nominated for we've been I mean all the other things we just read has a sprinkling it's just, of each one of
0: these games in it it's just boring because like yeah. they're all sequels they're yes. all sequels one's a remake I don't <laughs> yeah. I, it's just like Alan Wake 2 does something legitimately different and interesting Baldur's Gate yeah. 3 very different Spider-Man 2 is literally more Spider-Man very good yeah. I don't think it needs to be here Resident Evil 4, ground-up remake, fine. You're going to remake yeah. the best game ever made. It's going to be one of the best games ever. Fair. Mario Wonder, great. Tears definitely deserves to be here. Yeah. Um, so I don't think Wonder you, should be here. I don't think Spider-Man yeah. should be here.
1: My question would be, did Did Breath of the Wild win these two categories five years ago?
0: Yes. It was... Right. Uh, yeah, because it, it was... won both of them, And right? it's funny because it was a mirror because it was... So that would have been twenty seventeen, yeah, yeah. twenty seventeen oh, Game Awards because it was Mario Odyssey right. versus um, versus Breath of the Wild, and yeah, Breath of the Wild won,
1: and it won Best Game Direction. Yeah, so basically it the both, same, right? So yeah. I would assume. So it's interesting because I think whoever wins Direction will win Game of the Year. That's my maybe. guess.
0: I guess Again, what are you what are you awarding at that point? Like, is it like anytime Kojima is nominated for something? Like, would you yeah, Stranding, <laughs> that's that's a game direction that's easy right i would say alan wake 2 then should probably win best direction because of
1: you know it's from more of an auteur whereas these others are
0: more you know i don't know i I mean
1: i think it's going to be just because of the the influence that that nintendo has on i'm assuming on just this thing in in the first place I, I think Nintendo will win game of the year. If Nintendo wins game, or sorry, if Zelda wins game of the year, I think they give game direction to something else just because Baldur's Gate 3 and Alan Wake 2 are being so talked I, about now. Yeah.
0: This is going to be such an interesting way, that, the way it shakes out because yeah. I don't, it's so very different audiences. And it's not something that you can yeah. play both of. It's not like, you know, again, it goes back to the movie thing. You're talking about a 100 hour game and an 80 hour game. And they serve very different audiences. So the amount yeah. of people who played both, it's probably not going to be much. So it's yep. going to be like, who played that? Who played the other? And where yeah. does it shake out? And what do they split yeah. the difference? And then how many of those people who played Zelda that also that most definitely played Mario Wonder are going to try to give the edgy vote? Mario Wonder is yeah, very I it's like it's, it's like
1: if you're playing Nintendo games, you're going to play both of those. If you're playing, you know, very few, like you said, very few people have played all of these games because they're very long. Um... So yeah, it's interesting. I again, I I think, I think, I think Zelda wins one of these. Um, if it does, they'll split it. But I think otherwise, it's gonna again. Baldur's Gate three is being again. I've not played it, but I've heard more people talk about this game than any other game this year. Yeah,
0: I I think Tears of the Kingdom wins just because I think more people. Obviously, uh, Baldur's Gate
1: sold phenomenally, but I just think more people played Tears of the Kingdom than Baldur's Gate. I mean, people bought switches. I mean, it's funny to say, but people bought switches to play that game, Mm -hmm. like like that game. Soul, and again, it was sort of. It's been, at least in my opinion, it's been sort of talked about as, "Hey, this is their this is their end of life Switch end of life masterpiece." Right, this is the game that brings everything together for the Switch after five years, and now it's time for a new Switch. Yeah, whether that's true or not, who knows? But that's how it's being talked about, right?
0: Yeah, I think I think Tears wins it just because more people played it. And I think because I I think even if people started Baldur's Gate 3, I don't think that many people finished it. I think more people (laughs) talk about it than played it.
1: Yeah. And I f and if more if there's more people like me, the more people talk about it, the less interested I am in playing it. Well, it it just reminds me of like Elder Scrolls. Like some of those games, right? Where it's like if you play it, you're really into I'm creating a character and I'm walking around talking to the town. Like it's that vibe to it versus like, okay, I played the game, I finished it. It's a lot of like if you're playing it, you're still I mean I'm watching Alan Wake. This game, like, from a from a direction standpoint looks really cool. Right, Oh, yeah, like, and they do just, really cool
0: things with multi with multimedia. I'm trying yeah, to yeah. find where are the Yeah, this game looks awesome. Uh, I want to go to the other years because I want to find where Sekiro won. Sekiro Shadows die twice, one in twenty what was it twenty nineteen, and that was up against Control, Death Stranding, Outer Worlds, Resident Evil Two. Okay, that was kind of so Sekiro beat Smash Brothers Ultimate, hmm. but it was up against Control, Death Stranding. Yeah, so this is one of the years where I it kind of proves my point. Best game direction. You had the exact, you had pretty much the exact same nominees. Death Stranding beat one out that because that's a Kojima game, and then Sekiro won. And it's a From Software game, so you don't have that, but. That's a much shorter game and easier task to give than these other ones, and I think you had a lot of divisive games here. It's kind of a weak year, to be honest, twenty nineteen when it comes to nominees. But that's why I think you have um, for this category. Yeah, I'd I'd probably say Tears is going to win it. I'm a bit bummed. Like I said, literally every game here is a sequel, and it's annoying. I really think that. I think that um, Cocoon deserves to be up there. I think it should yeah. either in uh it definitely should be in game direction because I, I that was an again, incredible I, I accomplishment.
1: It. it was great. Yeah. It was really like it was something totally different where yeah, yeah, like I'm looking at these games and I'm like, yeah, this looks these look they look like games you I've talk, played before. They're just done really well. So, but you talk about
0: direction like in actually yeah. delivering a yeah. no fluff
1: excellently yeah. executed experience, that's direction in
0: my opinion. Yeah.
1: And that's that's the best example of it. And again, just because your game is big doesn't necessarily mean that the direction, like sure, there's a lot of moving pieces, and if you think about how you, how games are actually made, right, like putting a really big hundred-hour game together is a big accomplishment, but that doesn't mean that you can't direct an indie film and have it really pace well. Really, you know, totally. it's, it's very similar in games, right? If you're going to compare the two categories between film and games, it's it's very similar in that
0: way. Yeah, and I would argue that Baldur's Gate three probably shouldn't even be there because yeah, the actual game direction was a result of. And how you ended up where you were, I'm not taken away from it. It's still great, and it's a good way to make a game. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to say otherwise, but the fact that it took two years and early access to get yeah, to the exactly. point where yeah, it's, it's out, like the
1: community kind of directed like, the game in a way, yeah, which, which, it's game, like, which is awesome. It's but a but joint it's not, effort,
0: and you yeah. got to this great place. But that's and good. Get your Game of the Year award, right? Don't get your game direction, direction. award because that's yeah, not. Yeah. If your direction was good, you would have got it right the first time.
1: <laughs> well, and again, it's, it's just but different. But you can't right? really, really do that community... for a hundred-hour game. Yeah. But that's why the community. That's, like, that's why you have all games, these awards, Yeah,
0: right. Yeah, totally.
1: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, that's right.
0: why. Yeah. So, um, and yeah, I really think lies of P. I, I would I would knock out Spider-Man. Two. I, if I had to make one change, a couple of changes here based on what I've played for Game of the Year, I would knock out Spider-Man Two. Mm. I would. I haven't played Resident Evil Four, so I can't comment. I'd knock out right. Mario Wonder, and I'd replace them with Cocoon and um uh, cocoon and lies of Yep. And okay. cool. I would actually and Hi Fi Rush would be on the bubble. But I, I haven't played I haven't I haven't played Resident Evil 4 and I haven't played Alan Wake 2 or Boulder Gate 3. So just man, based Alan on what 2, seen, I'm, I'm
1: watching this gameplay on Silent as you're talking. This game looks awesome. This I mean, the whole horror theme, and there's a whole lot of Riff stuff happening and creatures coming. I'm like, man, this thing looks this is like Resident Evil, but super cool.
0: <laughs> you know, yeah. just
1: I'm, I'm thinking historically of me playing Resident Evil of going like have you not yeah, played the original be kinda, Alan Wake? Oh, Alan Wake, no. I've not. It's very good. You might um, like it. Don't play two yeah, without one. Yeah, it's just always like slow, like Resident Evil games. You're like, yeah, it's horror, but then like after you get over the initial shock that you don't have any ammo, you're like, okay. Once I actually get stuff, this game is not as scary. It's like it's scary because I got like I got like an apple and like one bullet. <laughs> you're like, yeah, I'm terrified. I got one <laughs> bullet and an apple, but like this, no. yeah, it's different. Alan like way too cool gets though.
0: you with jump scares. They apparently like it's they made straight up a horror game. The first one is not really a horror game. It's more of like a psychological thriller.
1: Really cool cool. premise,
0: though. They really embrace the, uh, you know, the Twin Peaks style, but they've created this whole combined universe. So it takes place in the same world as Control, which was also incredible. So yeah, uh, Remedy is a is really special as a studio. Yeah, so, look, this is one of these games. The
1: just flowers. just watching this, this is one of these games that I like. I like immediately think like this is going to become television series, film. Like it, there's a universe building. If there's this literally live t-
0: action, have you seen the live action stuff? No, I've learned? not seen the live action. The no. director of the
1: game is
0: in the game, Sam Lake. Yeah, okay. Who is <laughs> the same guy who's the character model for Max Payne? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> there you go. All right. But he's got a thick Finnish accent. It's hilarious because when huh. you see his face, you want to hear him talk like Max Payne. Right. And then when he talks, he's just this, it's, you know, it's, it's Finland. It's <laughs> Northern European. Guy. Finland. Yep. Yeah. Exactly.
1: All right. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, that was good to go over just because for those who like me who don't play all the games, right? I get a lot of games from you which are cool, but it's interesting to hear sort of what are the things that are being talked about in a wider sphere that I've not played, right? I don't I don't play a lot of games. I play maybe 3-4 games a year. And I'm lucky to finish one. Um, well, the other problem
0: with this whole award thing is the timing. Like yeah. it happens. It, first of all, the the cutoff time ends after the nominations are made, which is stupid. And yeah, is they, <laughs> and it's all and, and this is mainly meant for the pageantry and for the announcements. That's Oh, what 100%. And who like so, shows up
1: to yeah. your thing, right? Like you want mm-hmm. people to show up to I your. I guess, but who gives a shit? It's more about I mean, the announcements
0: a... that they make during the event. And yeah, it becomes another like in game industry event social which is 100% great. like Why? you know
1: you want you want Idris Elba to show up to your thing right yeah. like you like that's that's part of hey we're at the game awards look it's the same thing with a lot, I mean the VS awards same thing right like, yeah how this we is this Hammer is like show the golden this, award show? <laughs> this is like the
0: golden globe awards of games exactly. to be honest yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, it's, like it's supposed it's, to be a
1: little fun supposed to be a little quirky we're gonna hand out some awards we're gonna have some wine and eat some food and everyone's gonna have a good time like that's what it totally. is yeah so. exactly and it's it's just really bizarre
0: because like the guy who made like pentiment do you know about this game Look up Pentiment. Spell it. P-E-N-T-I-M-E-N-T. Okay, yeah. It was an Xbox game. This is a game that probably should have been nominated for Art Direction. Yeah, it looks cool. Because it's within the range, but it came out November 15th. It came out the I Uh, believe it was like the day after the nominees cut off last year. That could have been a good nominee for direction or art direction. Yeah. Yeah, it's no the game looks like that. It's yeah. and it's it's new and new it's idea. Highly and, yeah. highly rated. People like huh. people love it, but because the way the timing works,
1: yeah, go figure. Yeah, so yeah, then, like, it's, by, it's a deeply. We want to get this in for the next year. It's like you know, it's already forgotten and we've moved on.
0: Awards in general are kind of silly because they Absolutely. don't really have much
1: bearing on anything. The they fact got that got Harry no... Potter wasn't nominated as, for
0: anything yeah. here is kind of crazy. Yeah. The fact yeah. that as someone who's uh, won a couple
1: yeah. of awards, this stuff means nothing if you work in the industry, really. Like for gaming as well. It's Doesn't like, mean anything. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it, it there's too many games out there. Look, I'm yeah.
0: playing a game right now. i let's let's end by talking about this crazy ass thing I'm playing. Okay. This uh this weird ass uh lesbian anime game, okay, that I got that I that I kind of bought not knowing what it actually was.
2: <laughs>
0: Can we talk about this for a second? Do you sure. mind? Sure.
1: Yeah, all I'm, right. I'm all ears.
0: So I I I've been playing a game called Cry Machina. And it's on Switch. Uh, The last game I played on Switch was where was it? Oh, I played Mario Wonder, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna." So after playing Mario, I'm like, "Okay." Typically, I try to bounce back and forth between playing something meteor and then playing something kind of uh, simple. But Mario Wonder was just like this awesome, polished, delightful experience, and then I was like, "Yeah, but I feel like let me. I want to play something like kind of trashy, right?" So this game was one when it was announced. I see this like kind of sci-fi, Bay hack and slash. I'm like, oh, cool! It looks kind of like a Devil May Cry game, right? Like that's what you see in the combat. you see, seen, right? That, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, great! This looks great. This looks like right up my alley. Let me just go in, beat up some guys. Perfect to listen to podcasts while I play. Perfect. I'm gonna bang out this thing in like 12 hours, less. Great. Then I get this thing. <laughs> <laughs> So at first, I actually, I played it. I played it at PAX in Seattle because I was like, well, let me see how it performs on Switch. I'm like, looks a little muddy, but it plays OK. I'm going to I'm gonna get this game. So I get it. Full price. I'm like, let me support it. Let me see what it's about. The reviews were kind of whatever. I didn't really read them, but I, I was like, eh, they seem good enough. I, I think I know what I'm going to get into this. I think I'm going to like it. Get into this game. Uh, there is that combat. it's not very good it's serviceable but it's deeply flawed for a ton of reasons more like how these games should work like when you're in an attack you can't actually cancel the attack so then you'll Uh, just take damage without any feedback but if you're grinding it it's actually not bad once you get used to the rhythm so it's not difficult per se they give you a lot of opportunity to level up there's so many systems that are so complicated and i don't understand any of them because of all the (laughs) stats there's like so you can basically have you have your core weapon then you have these like three baseline armor pieces we'll call it, which don't actually affect the look of your character, but they modify stats as well. Then you have like these two floating things behind you that can be activated yeah. at any point. Yeah, it's and the floating they each have their that own like, there's a lot going on. They have their own different stats as well. And then there's other things you could equip with them, these effects that happen when you trigger them. And I don't know what they do. I don't know what the stats mean because they're not clear. You have a stat called willpower, which I guess is your attack value. But then there's strength, which I guess is also attack value. And then you have your attack value on your weapons, which is also doesn't make it's like there's so much obtuse bullshit in this game. I don't understand it. I don't understand what I'm doing. I've never felt like more to my depth when I'm playing a game and making progress since playing Disgaea. Like, it's that kind of confusing shit where it's just like, here's a thousand things. You're going to understand about three of them, and that's enough to get you through. Cool. All right. That, all that stuff I just mentioned is probably like 30% of the game. (laughs) The rest of this game is hard sci-fi visual novel with uh, a lot of lesbians. (laughs) (laughs) And I did not know about any of that. Until I started playing this game. And then they started talking. And then, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Got it. They're all women. This is typical anime nonsense. Doesn't matter. I don't need yep. any explanation from that. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh no, these girls are flirting with each other. And then it's like, oh, this is getting like, this is not flirtation. This is like in your face. She's like, oh yeah, this is, this is my She's like, yeah, you're not flirting with her, are you? She's like, then we're rivals. I'm like, oh, okay. And then at the end, straight up, you just get like love confessions and all these other things. And I'm like, oh, okay. Got it. There's like a deep lesbian love story in this, g-
1: <laughs> in this game. This with just like a game that hard seems like someone's sci-fi like, what if I did everything. And they're like, yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, the sci fi, like, I am, despite me not understanding the gameplay, being very surprised by what's going on with this. A whole lesbian story. Uh, The story is actually very good. (laughs) Very very interesting uh, sci-fi ideas here. Um, Whether or not they're executed well, I don't know. I'm still playing this thing. I think I'm going to finish it uh, tonight, which is great. Um, (laughs) I cannot recommend this game to anybody. Don't play it, It, especially not on Switch. Maybe it'll be free on PlayStation Plus at that point. You might want to check it out. Um, But I don't know if that'll ever happen. This game, this company puts out like a bunch of these kind of knockoff style games like they did a game called Caligula Effect, which looks a lot like Persona, but not as good. And then they've done some other games which look a lot like something else, but not as good. They did a game called Monarch last year, I think, which also looks kind of like Persona, but not as good. And then they did this thing. And what I appreciate, though, about these kind of games is that they do exist because one people like me buy it. And I'm sure I'm sure most people who bought yeah. it did did actually know what they were getting into. And they're like, well, yeah, I like all those things. I like mechs. I like uh I like lesbians. I like uh anime sci-fi stuff. So yeah, I'm gonna go into that. Um but it's cool because, you know, we talk about direction, right? And this is a game that I don't think could have been created without good direction because they clearly execute against what they did with an absolute shoestring budget (laughs) there's so many repeated environments so many repeated enemies there's only like i don't know there's like eight characters in the game there's barely any animation for them it's just like but they still do a really good job of telling you this kind of cool story about a you know the the basic premise of the story is that uh human race has gone extinct And it's all taking place in this virtual world created by humans that was designed to, like, revive humanity. And it was governed by, like, these eight primary AIs who are basically having, like, a war between them in their their fights, like, the right way to revive humanity. So it's pretty cool. And, like, there's a really interesting twist in there. But, again, the game is just so (laughs) fucking weird. (laughs) all of it's weird but that premise is cool and then spoiler alert when you actually see a human like at the end because no one's going to play this game that's listening to this stuff like you see a human (laughs) at the end and you're just like this thing is a monster and then they're like oh yeah that's what humans are you're like what and they're like yeah why not because in this sci-fi world sure if you are all post this stuff and you think your idea it's like they kind of play with these interesting ideas which like oh yeah i never really Thought about that. That's cool. If you're gonna play with this idea of a simulation, right? And simulation theory, then anything that's in that simulation can be representative of whatever you want. So the sure. truth that exists outside of it could also be anything. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> so they play with a lot of these cool sci-fi ideas. And like there's there's themes of like, yeah, there's the lesbian thing, which is kind of weird because they're all women, but like the general ideas of of love and being loved. I'm like, oh yeah, they actually kind of do a good job of. Presenting these themes in this game that I was not expecting at all. Again, not a good game, but a lot of cool stuff. Um, and yeah, I, I, I'm not mad I'm playing it. Obviously, I'm going to finish it. But this is a thing that I, I will
1: now have <laughs> done. I I love what you are when like watching television shows or movies where you're like, I don't really recommend anyone else watching this, but I'm into it enough that I want to finish it. So it's like, I I know it's probably not good. I know there's probably lots of flaws with it, but I'm enjoying it enough to finish. If they make an anime out of this, right, I'd say
0: go ahead, watch it because it's kind of because it's kind of interesting. And then it actually would show you wouldn't have this kind of shoestring budget thing get in the way, like this kind of weird ass obtuse gameplay Um, but the themes of it are interesting enough where I'm just like, this is kind of cool. It's too expensive. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's, it's as well done as it could have been based on what I assume the time and the budget they had to make this thing. Um, yeah, it's, it's a weird thing to play in a year with this many good games coming out, but I felt like giving it a shot and, uh, not mad. I did. Yeah. But don't worry. You don't have to. (laughs) You're playing it, so the rest of us don't have to. Wonderful, exactly. Cry Machina. I was one, uh, Yeah. So if you look up the, uh, so the actual, also the art is on the box is really damn cool. I just thought the, uh, like the style that they did, and it creeped me out too because everybody's eyes freak me out in the game as well. Like if you look at any screenshots and you see what their eyes look like, they all have like this kind of. It's called crime. Yeah, everybody looks like they've been crying forever, right? Yeah, <laughs> They're yeah, like... yeah. but I love the box art. It's so cool looking like I think it's really badass art. What do you think you agree? Yeah, it's Key cool. Art. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, it's cool. Like the I mean, gameplay again, though, like, and the art that stuff yeah.
0: attracted me. I'm like, this should be cool. And then I was kind of railroaded by all this other shit. I'm like, well, well I'm that's
1: oh, well, I mean, that's what's that's what good art. That's what good, you know, buy a book by its cover you know that's what that's how they pull a lot of people in like oh yeah this looks cool i like the like like the style that you've built here and then you play the game and it's you know i mean that's how they get you with the with the ads on social media they're like play this game you're like oh this game in a vacuum looks cool and then it's like the gameplay is not is nothing like this (laughs) so it's yeah i mean the gameplay was it was just a lesser version of it and it's like
0: oh you're trying to be a bayonetta but you are way
1: way worse than a yeah, bayonetta, you've gone, Yeah, you've gone a totally different direction.
0: In a way, this is kind of a reverse Bayonetta because Bayonetta, Bayonetta 3, a lot of people like kind of hated what they did with the story, but the gameplay was fantastic. And then this one is like, the story is really good, but the gameplay kind of sucks. So yeah. what are you going to do? Anyway, I just thought I'd talk about that for a little bit. Yeah. All
1: right. Then, you know, nice.
0: Well, we've come to the end. Two hours plus in. Thank you for listening. He's a Go there. Check the links. Subscribe. Great. Tell your friends. Probably said that already. Till next time. Uh, shuck it, duck it now.